0: Championsofthepeople.com will help
1: you. For your Bell and Pollock legal game plan, visit championsofthepeople.com.
2: Have you heard about the best refinance deal around? Credit Union of Denver has an auto, motorcycle, or RV refinance deal that will blow your socks off. Bring your respective loan over to them and receive at least 2% off your current rate, $200 cash, and then take a two-month payment vacation. They like to call it the power of two. It's so easy to do. Just go online and apply at smartlikeyou.com or give them a call, 303 That's smartlikeyou.com or 303-234-1700. Tell them you heard about it on Altitude 950. The 2% discount is on a current auto, motorcycle, or specific type of RV loan from a different financial institution. Floor rates applies. Rate discount and $200 valid on loans over $7,500 with approved credit. Terms and conditions may apply. Offer expires July 31st, 2018. Equal opportunity lender. Where do you go for a floor? have awesome good time? Buffalo Thunder Resort and Casino in Santa Fe. Buffalo Thunder has the best live headline entertainment all summer long. Get tickets now for Little River Band and the legendary group War. And all this month at Buffalo Thunder, you can win one of four Toyota Camrys or your share of over $500,000. That's over half a million dollars. Grab your friends and come have a good time at Buffalo Thunder in Santa Fe.
3: Is your car in need of some work? The last Thing you can afford is to have your car break down on you, but you can't afford to get ripped off or be taken advantage of by some shady mechanic. That's why you should take it to Ken's Auto Service. Ken's Auto Service is family-owned and operated on the northwest corner of Chambers and Mississippi. They're a AAA-approved business that takes their code of ethics to heart, and their work has a three-year, thirty-six-thousand-mile parts and labor nationwide warranty. Find them online today at KensAutoserviceInc.com.
4: K K S E Parker Denver. Home of the Nuggets. Home of the Avalanche. Altitude 950. Denver's All Sports Station. Live from the Altitude 950 studios. The Vic Lombardi Show starts now. It's Bregman into left center field.
1: Back at the wall and gone. Forget the time. It's six five. Springer into right center field at the wall. That is gone. Seven to five AL.
5: Was it another home run derby or was it an all-star game? Wow. What a night in Washington DC. Ten home runs. The American League all-stars prevail eight to six over the NL in an extra inning thriller. Welcome to the Vic Lombardi show. No Vic today. James Merillat. You know him as Manchester. Will Peterson, HW with you until 10. That was a wild game. Uh, It was. Anytime there's a uh, home run in the, was it the ninth? It was the ninth to tie it up, right? Yeah, Scooter um, Jeanette. Yeah, came off the uh, bench, pinch hit, uh, two run shot to tie it up, send it into extras, and then three more home runs in the 10th. uh Two from the American League, one from the National League, and the American League wins again. Don't they win like every year? <laughs> I think so. It seems like they win every single year, uh, but it was a very entertaining game. I, 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 I have to admit, I went into Home Run Derby, and it's why my list yesterday was 10 things in sports that need to go away. I was fully ready to say this needs to go. And the only thing that made me mad was the long intro and all that kind of stuff, and we talked about that yesterday, but the event itself was cool. It was really fun. Almost every round was a, uh, you know, 16 to 15 or 17 to 16 or 14 to 13. They were all very exciting. I went into last night ready to just hate the all-star game. Uh, maybe that tells you a little something about how I'm wired. Uh, and it was fun. It was very entertaining. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, the, the Rockies actually had a decent showing. Somebody had a, you know, an impact moment. Trevor story went yard. So that was cool. Uh, it was a fun night. Uh, at the ballpark in DC. Yeah, DC got lucky. They had two good nights, uh, exciting, dramatic both times. The AL prevails 8 to 6. You mentioned it, James. Trevor Story comes up in a 2-1 game in the seventh and ties it up at two. And you're thinking, oh, he could be the MVP. You know, if he gets one more at bat in the ninth and does it again, he's clearly the MVP. Mm-hmm. But at that point, it was a relatively low scoring game. And then Joey Votto forgets how to catch, and the the floodgates open. I mean, Gene Segura's at the plate in a 2-2 game, and it's a full count, and there's a pop-up to first base, and here comes Joey trotting over to the dugout, and, and he just drops the freaking ball. Yeah. I mean, and it, then it, next pitch, Gene Segura launches one 390 feet, and it's a 5-2 game. Kind of a shocking thing to see in an all-star game, right? Yeah. And I know Joey Votto's not there because of uh, his glove necessarily, but still, it's like that's a— it's a pretty routine play. Um, and yeah, that, uh, that changed the scope of the game big time. National League battled their way back in though. They did rally back. Um, it, it just, uh, it just is amazing to me every single year. It seems to be the American League, uh, that pulls it off, but it was a fun night. It was fun. Now yeah. we can hopefully get back to real baseball because I'm tired of the friendlies. Uh, before we pivot into our big news and this will make the big news, but we can't ignore it. It's the, it's the story of the morning. Uh Manchester Woj is reporting that Kawhi Leonard will go to Toronto
6: for DeMar DeRozan.
5: Uh, it, it, interesting. My first reaction when I heard that because there was a report yesterday that the Nuggets were one of what seven teams that had contacted the Spurs. I think it was nine, but they okay. were they were still in the 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 article. Um, which is funny because if you add the Spurs, it's like okay, well that means a third of the league is involved in this conversation. But um, that they were that they were talking to the Spurs and getting in the Kawhi Leonard sweepstakes. The fact that the Raptors had to send an All Star there to get Kawhi Leonard for what maybe one year as a rental player, mm-hmm. heck, it may be till the trade deadline. It may be part of the year. Sure. Um, it it, it leads me to the uh, conclusion that I'm glad that I'm glad the Nuggets tapped out. Or I'm glad they didn't go down that route. Because what, what would they have had to give up that's the equivalent of DeMar DeRozan? Well, they don't have an all-star. I mean, Paul Millsap's a four-time all-star, so maybe he would have been in that position? I, I don't know, but okay, I don't, I guess, would I give up Paul Millsap for one year of Kawhi Leonard? Millsap's kind of, in essence, entering the last year of his deal. Um, I know it's a three-year deal. He's one year in, but I think there's a team option for year three, so maybe. But I certainly wouldn't have given up, given the contract situation and given the fact that we all think a year from now Kawhi Leonard will be in L.A. playing for the Lakers, I would not have given up Jokic, Harris, or Murray for him. So I, I, I was just looking at that, going, well, a, I'm glad he's out of the Western Conference. I'm glad he didn't just immediately go to the Lakers and make them better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think DeRozan makes the Spurs. A sudden contender in the West. So I'm happy from a, uh, you know, competitive balance standpoint, not having the Western Conference get ridiculous. And I'm really happy that the Nuggets didn't overpay for a guy that most likely would be here a year, uh, get in the conversation, see what's going on, uh, see what it would take and then tap out if it's too much. Glad they tapped out. Yeah. No, I'm with you. DeMar DeRozan's a heck of a piece for Toronto to have to give up. And to your point, I don't think San Antonio was looking for Paul Millsap.
2: No, uh, I think those no.
5: conversations were we need Murray and Harris. And it's like we're not giving you either guy, let alone both of them. Yeah, they didn't want Kawhi. an expiring contract. I yeah. mean, it, it, why would why would the Spurs and we talked about it on some situations and some scenarios before of if you're the Spurs, the last thing you want is to get rid of a guy cuz he's going to walk and bring in a guy who could walk. Like what how does that improve <laughs> <Right>. their situation? <laughs> yeah. Other than the fact that at least Millsap, you would assume, would show up and play when Kawhi Leonard was basically saying, I'm just, not, I'm gonna refuse to participate. Him, yeah. I'm gonna act like I'm hurt for another year again, allegedly. So, they wanted to get a guy that is, you know, somewhat at Kawhi Leonard's caliber, and Rosen's an all-star. I mean, he's a very good player. He hasn't been particularly good in the postseason, but he's a very good player, and a guy that you have a chance to keep around and build around for a while. So it makes perfect sense for both teams. If you're Toronto, you got to try something different, right? They fired Dwayne Casey after being the number one seed in the East after he wins Coach of the Year because they got run in the second round and swept out by the by the Cavs. So I think it makes sense for both teams. And I think if you're a Nuggets fan, you look at that and go, Ah, good Nuggets. Not they're they're come out unscathed. A lot of news in the baseball world. A lot of news in the basketball world. A trade brewing. An All Star game last night. Let's go.
7: What? The big story we're following this morning. What caught everyone's attention?
4: The big news right now.
1: Brought to you by Johnson Auto Plaza, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day. Here's a shot into the corner. Back at the wall tie game.
8: Trevor Story is tied. It's a 2-2 game and Story, the shortstop for the Rockies, shoots it out of here.
5: Trevor Story joins an interesting and elite group, Manchester. The third Rocky to Homer in an All-Star game. Todd Helton, Matt Holliday, Trevor Story. 2003, 2008, 2018. First Rocky to Homer in an All-Star game in a decade. That's crazy. The, uh, the other Rockies, uh, there, Nolan Arnato, Charlie Blackman went a combined over 5. That was very Rockies-esque in the All-Star game. Yeah. Uh moving on, there was an MVP name when in a game when people hit ten home runs.
2: Just an incredible two two years
9: for the Houston Astros. It's been a blast. Being able to just be on this field with such
10: great players on both sides and have my family and friends in attendance.
5: My dad grew up here, actually sat on Ted Williams' lap, so this is this is really special to us. Your boy Bregman, the MVP. Was Ted Williams playing the role of Santa Claus at some point or what what's going on there? <laughs> Alex Bregman you, you know much about him he hits the home run in the 10th uh, inning last night for the AL uh I, you know I know that he had a I saw him play for the Astros in the World Series last year. He actually was pretty good in the uh, home run derby. Nobody embarrassed themselves in that contest. He was good, so that's about all I know. That's the, the breadth of my knowledge when it comes to Alex Bregman. I just look at him and think, did they just spell Bergman wrong? What happened here? <laughs> AL wins 8-6. All-star game is over. Rockies get back at it in Arizona on Friday.
8: Yeah, you would like to see guys just say, wow, he, he's a great hitter and not have to be discounted for, uh, the part that he plays in. You know, there's a lot of guys that play in offensive parts and a lot of guys that play in defensive parts and, you know, they can, they can still be a good player. Kind of burn out talking about it.
5: That was really interesting. Charlie Blackman with Joe Buck last night said, I don't like talking about Course field and altitude and all that crap. I'm burnt out talking about it. Those are Charlie's words, live, in-game, center field, eighth inning last night. Yeah, he sounded almost a little bitter there, which I get. And I, I kind of appreciated someone not just being PC about it. Eh, yeah, Joe, it's, uh, it's all good, and just rolling along with it. I'm tired of hearing about it, too. Post-Humidor, it's kind of a moot point. I know the outfield is still a big, expansive outfield, but with the itch barrier and with the with the humidor it's a lot different than it used to be and everybody still thinks it's 1998 down there it that was 20 years ago guys let's let's move on and there are so many band boxes Philly being probably at the top of the list Camden Yards Yankee Stadium yeah, This I mean, goes on was Nationals Park just boy you can't hit one out here it's like being in San Francisco i mean they were just belting balls out of there in the in the home run derby last night there were 10 hit Come on, give me a break. It's just, it's such lazy analysis from people like Joe Buck who haven't been to Coors Field in 20 years.
7: I mean, give me a break. Moving on. Matt Green. Leonard driving to the top of the lane. 13 footer. Good and a foul. 30 points for Kawhi Leonard. And the Spurs are putting some distance between themselves and the Rockets. Kawhi Leonard,
5: no longer a member of the Spurs. Major news this morning reports, uh, he has been dealt to Toronto for, Jamar DeRozan. Manchester gave you his thoughts on that. We will continue to dive into it. Another big name on the move.
0: It's tough. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm here with family, so I got to pack up and go. I mean, I haven't got a phone call yet or anything, but, you know, those are all tough situations. But we're blessed to be here,
5: blessed to be talked about, blessed to know that people out there want me. They want me to go out there and, and help their team win. Manny Machado wore an Orioles uniform last night. It'll be the last time he does it. Ken Rosenthal reporting, quote, with more certainty, Machado to the Dodgers is happening. Manchester, he joins the NL West because, of course, he does. Yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, the rich get richer. It's why yesterday in my uh, list, one of the things I think needs to go away in sports is the uneven playing field in the NBA. Uh, which we saw with the LeBron James situation in the Lakers and the uneven play- playing field in Major League Baseball. The only way to make it even, and it's what the NF- NFL does, it's what the NHL does, it's why you have teams participating in the playoffs and championship games from small markets on a consistent basis and everybody has a chance to win seemingly every year is because they have a hard salary cap. And Major League Baseball uh is a joke and don't bring me well the Royals won yeah, what are the Royals this year? How long did they stay at?
11: How long did the they lost like stay seventy there, games at there? the
5: break? How long did the A's stay there? But every single year, every single year, the Yankees, the Red Sox, the Cubs, the Dodgers, the Giants are contenders every single year because they can outspend everybody and and they can go make moves like this. It just becomes ridiculous. There are no major sports tonight in America. Some call it the deadest day of the year. But the Espies Manchester, will be on ESPN tonight. In honor of that, we will do the Manchesters in the 8 o'clock hour. You will give out some awards for Denver sports. Oh, I just can't wait because I love the ESPYs. Uh It's just such a great night. It's, it's nice that these guys get some adulation because they just don't get enough of that in their life. Mm-hmm. So I can't wait to tune in. Tonight. Where are they having them? Are they in L.A. again? I assume, are they at the, yes. Whatever that fancy theater yeah. is in L.A.? Yeah. Okay, great. All right. Well, They may- can all get together and yuck it up and have a grand old time. Awesome. It's gonna be great. Peyton Manning was a star in recent years. We'll Who's hear hosting that. tonight? It's uh I believe it's Danica Patrick. Oh, okay. That'll be fun. Yeah. Something we're tuning in for. Norm McDonald, best SB's host in history. Because he made people cringe? <laughs> yeah. He was is the he first. the one that made fun of Elway's teeth? <laughs> I think so. I think he is too. Yeah. Norm. He's great in Billy Madison. You got the Vic Lombardi show on altitude nine fifty. James Marlow Will Peterson. Piping hot takes up next in a special Guest appearance by Vic Lombardi.
13: Off of the floor and I kept hearing a crack 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 in my elbow shooting baskets crack 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 in my elbow my elbow was in pain and I needed help and I turned to my friends at the Center for Spine and Orthopedics helping patients manage their daily pain. Go with the best and go with the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. Give them a call at 303-287-2800. That's 303-287-2800. Or visit them online at centerforspineandortho.com.
2: What is it about paint? You pick a color in the store, you think it looks nice, but then you cover your whole house in it and, ugh, bad choice. Hey, it's Emac from the Hastings & Browman Show, and K&H Home Solutions want you to cover your house in something beautiful. Everlast Composite Sighting is the most advanced home sighting in the industry. You never have to worry about it. It doesn't require caulking or painting. It's water-resistant, so it can't swell, bow, rot, or even be attacked by bugs. And get this. Everlast gives you a lifetime warranty against color fading, chipping, cracking, and even hail. Cover your whole house in Everlast and you'll think, ah, good choice. If you replace your entire house with Everlast, K&H Home Solutions will give you 30% off your entire project. Yeah, 30% off. Do not miss this incredible deal on Everlast composite siding. Just go to khwindows.com, khwindows.com. For Windows.
9: Scott Ace is here for Kaufman's Tall and Big Men Shop for the tall, big, or athletically built guy. Now through August 5th, they're having their semi-annual clearance sell. so right now that means 20 to 60 percent off all top brand names like tommy bahama cutter and buck columbia polo by ralph lauren robert graham Nautica, inro casual pants jeans dress slacks all 20 to 60 percent off all dress shirts off at least 20 maybe up to 33 percent off and all neckties 20 percent off even my favorite dress shirts you can get right now the non-iron dress shirts are 20 to 33 percent off don't forget shoes too Got great selection of shoes that go in there, 20 to 60% off. Running or let's go play in the mud. They got it all right there. Kaufman's independently owned and has more style services selection than all those national chains put together. Trust me. They're at 33.95 South Broadway in Englewood, just a couple blocks north of Hampton. You can find the entire selection online on that interweb thing, kaufmans.com
14: The Colorado Rapids will face off against Argentine Giants Boca Juniors in a friendly match presented by Western Union on Tuesday, July. 24th at Dick's Sporting Goods Park Kick-off is at 7pm Oh, what a goal! What an absolute peach! Don't miss Tim Howard, Edgar Castillo, and the Rapids as they square off against one of the most famous teams in soccer, featuring World Cup veterans Carlos Tevez and Christian Pavel. Tickets are available now at coloradorapids.com.
4: The Altitude 950 traffic update.
15: Busy drive on southbound 225 between Parker Road to your approach to Yosemite. It's a three-car accident off to the right shoulder. Traffic is brought to you by Sherwin-Williams. Also getting word of an accident on the ramp from northbound Parker Road 2225. 225, so watch for a delay. Now's the perfect time to bring color home. Ask Sherwin-Williams and save 40% on paints and stains during the four-day super sale, July 20th through the 23rd. Retail sales only. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950.
4: Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Here's one.
1: His
11: red hot
1: roll continues. What a year he's had. Yeah, Scooter Jeanette
5: tied it last night in the ninth dramatic All-Star game in Washington DC. The AL wins eight to six. Three more home runs hit in the 10th inning. Welcome back to the Vic Lombardi show on Altitude 950. James Marilat, Will Peterson with you until 10 and we've got a guest on the line. So let's do it, Jesse. Fire us up. Hot takes.
9: What's up, players?
4: Because I spit hot fire. Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station, and the Vic Lombardi Show present Piping
11: Hot Takes. It's Vic's Hot Take. What up, Victor? What's up, players? (laughs) How we doing? Oh, just hanging around, driving my car, talking some sports, because that's what we do, and I got something for you this morning.
16: Fire away,
11: Vic, fire away. You You want me to talk? Yeah, you're yeah, up. you're
5: up. It's your hot take.
11: So that uh, DeMar DeRozan, Kawhi Leonard trade, uh, that brought me back to this. Score one for competitive balance in the NBA. Because what have we been moaning about for the last few years? About how players are dictating trades. Players are forcing their way to certain teams. Players are forming super teams. Uh, Word comes down that Kawhi Leonard wants to go home to his boo-boo in uh, LA and, and do movies and all that stuff. Well, no, Kawhi, you're going the opposite direction. You're going to the north. You're going to Toronto, and that's where you will be for at least one year because competitive balance is more important than what you want to do in your spare time. Score one for balance, score one for competition, and guess what? He may end up liking Toronto. Toronto's taking the exact same gamble that Oklahoma City took with Paul George. Hey, guys. Come out. You know, if we rent you for a year, we rent you for a year, but just come check it out see if you like the place. So I love this move by Toronto, by the way. And San Antonio gets DeMar DeRozan, who frankly is not the player that Kawhi Leonard is. Otherwise, Toronto would have never entertained this. Uh, Toronto goes to the postseason and gets swept by Cleveland. They're okay. DeMar DeRozan's okay. He's not a franchise player, never will be. He's a good player, not a franchise player. So, uh, for San Antonio's sake, Pop's got a guy that he can mold and put in his system and do his thing, and he's cheaper than Kawhi. So I think both teams win here. I like Masai Ujiri showing the courage to at least rent a guy for a year and then betting on whether or not he can sell him on Toronto. Yeah, Good Vic. Good Toronto.
5: I'm with you. It's the same gamble Oklahoma City took with Paul George. And, yes. And Paul George was wooed the moment he landed in Oklahoma City last year when so many fans met him at the airport And he became convinced, you know what, this is going to be a fun place to play. I'm going to stay here. Uh, Masai in Toronto, they're taking the same gamble. But given the fact that their current recipe wasn't working in the postseason, it's a smart gamble because you needed to blow it up anyway.
11: Exactly. Where were they going to go? They got Billy and Boston in front of them. DeMar DeRozan, you already saw the ceiling with DeMar and Kyle Lowry. They get to the playoffs and they implode. They got swept in the playoffs by LeBron. So if you've already seen your ceiling, let's go. Do something different. And this is a chance they had to take. But, you know, in all, I I love two things about the move. I love the fact that the Lakers are without Kawhi for at least this year, and that helps the Nuggets case. And I just love the fact that, again, guys – yeah, I mean, get over it, man. You can't form these super teams and all of a sudden take over the damn league. It's great that you want to play in a certain place, but sometimes you have to earn it. Sometimes there's other ways to get there. We all wanted to live in certain areas growing up. Well, you have to pay your dues to get there. You can't just you know, wave the magic wand and say, I'm going home to L.A., trade me, or else. Or else what? Guess what? Enjoy Toronto. Wear a coat. Yeah, Goodbye. but,
5: Vic, a little <laughs> wrinkle to this quickly <laughs> We'll we'll get it to you before we let you go. Chris Haynes from ESPN is reporting, quote, Kawhi Leonard has no desire to play in Toronto, league source tells ESPN. Do you think Kawhi will be a diva and not show up for the Raptors next
11: year? You know what this is doing to Kawhi's stock? Who cares? What are you not going to play? You're not going to play an entire year in Toronto? Great, you can have him, L.A. Take him. If he's going to diva his way out of playing basketball for a year, what kind of player, what kind of man is he? Who is he? Do you want this guy on your team? Are you kidding me? This tells you all you need to know about Kawhi Leonard. If he gets traded to Toronto and pulls one of these, oh, I'm hurt, I can't play deals, who wants him? He's toxic. Again, bring your parka, wear a scarf, don't forget the gloves, enjoy it. Goodbye, guys.
5: Bye, Vic. (laughs) Well done, Vic. Moving
7: on.
11: It's HW's Hot
7: Take.
5: Watching the All-Star game last night, I'm going to tee off with something Manchester said here. Charlie Blackman says to Joe Buck he's tired of talking about the, the course field and the altitude thing. Cause it's such a lazy, lazy national narrative. 10 home runs hit in Washington DC last night. 10 and, and you're telling me, Oh, well, you know, Charlie's a good player, but he plays at that course field out there in Denver. That Nolan guy, I, I heard he's a good defender, but he, he plays at course field. Ah, Trevor story, pretty good shortstop, but he, but he plays at course field. What a joke. Ten home runs hit last night in D.C. Yankee Stadium, Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton just play pepper with the bleachers out there. Manny Machado at Camden Yards, all these jack wagons in Philly hitting the ball out of a freaking softball stadium, and you're telling me Coors Field's the problem? Get out of here. Lazy reporting by Joe Buck. Bad question to Charlie Blackman. Good for Charlie standing up for the city. It was great, and I lost all respect for the national guys when it came to that topic. When Joe Morgan was in town doing a game, and he blamed a ground ball getting through the infield on the altitude. <laughs> really? Mm. I mean, the ball rolls faster at altitude, yeah. too? Give me a break. Laws of Physics, Joe. You might want to check them, check them out. Moving on. It's Manchester's hot take. HW, have you seen the uh, 30 for 30 on the XFL? Yes, it's a good one. It's very good. And one of the cool things about it, or interesting things about it, is how many innovations um, they put into play in terms of how the game is covered. That the uh, NFL wound up taking, Skycam being the, the, the number one thing, but just the coverage itself and um, in, in the way the game is televised, they brought a lot of new things into the fold. It's an example of how something a little gimmicky can actually lead to some pretty good ideas and some pretty good mm-hmm. innovations. Look, the All-Star Games an exhibition. It's a friendly. I get it. You're going to mic up guys and do interviews with them while they're out in the outfield and something like that because it doesn't matter if they're distracted. But Vic tweeted this last night, and I was thinking the same thing as I was watching the game. Why would you not do that during a regular game? Why? Why? Mm. Why can't Drew Goodman talk to Charlie when he's out in center field? Is it really that big of a distraction? I mean, in all seriousness, it seems crazy, but is it really that big a distraction? I would like to see this with guys mic'd up. And maybe you're not talking to them, maybe you're not putting the the thing in their ears so they can hear you. Maybe you're just micing them up and we're able to hear the conversations that is going that are going on. But give people more and more access. Tear down the tear down that wall, Mr. <laughs> Gorbachev. Let us know what's going on on the field. Let us know the conversations that are happening it happening at first base. Let us know the conversations that are happening at the mound. Again, it's not nuclear launch codes here right Right. you're not doing anything that secret let us in on what's happening i thought it was great last night it's not the first time they've done it they've done it before but it really uh added to the to the experience last night from a television uh standpoint i want to see more of it make this mainstream what regional sports network listen up at&t sports net is going to do it first take us inside these places we can't get let us see what's happening behind the scenes Can you imagine if Mark Mosier is talking to Nathan McKinnon on the bench next year? Uh, Or or how about when they go into the penalty box? Right. Uh, How awesome would that be? Hey, Gabe, you just beat the crap out of that guy. What are you thinking? That would be great. (laughs) We have a seven-second delay. If he cusses, we dump it. (laughs) That would be fantastic. (laughs) Uh, I will tell you this, that the All-Star game was well-produced, well-directed, well-run last night. Um, second straight year that I've I've thought the access from a fan standpoint was really cool. Yeah, it's great. Everybody yeah. loves it. A- yeah. And you know, did did it cause some sort of distraction? Where oh my God, he would have caught that fly ball had he not been talking to the announcers. No. Give me, hey, give me a break! No, it wasn't. They weren't talking to Joey Votto when Joey Votto dropped a pop up that changed the whole freaking game. Exactly. I mean, they've been out there distracted checking out babes in the third row for years (laughs) anyway. (laughs) It was funny. One of, we'll play the whole thing at some point. One of Charlie's best quotes too to Joe Buck was, "He's like, dude, I'm bored in center field." Yeah, I got no friends out here. I'm glad <laughs> to be talking to you guys. Exactly. They, baseball's got so much downtime. Like, it is the sport to do it in, right? Yeah. Like, they're just standing up. They eat sunflower seeds during the game. You know the only other time you eat sunflower seeds? When you're fishing or on a road trip because you're bored out of your mind. Right. Alright. Well, and he
4: said, he, he, said about it.
5: he said to Joe, he goes, um, yeah, you know, at at quarters field the, the outfield's a quarter mile, so I got a lot of ground to cover. Like right. you think about what Charlie Blackman's job is. Granted, he's he's rich and he's popular and everyone knows him. His job is literally, hey, we're gonna put you on a giant plate of grass and you better go catch the damn ball. On the random time we hit it in your direction and you yeah. don't know when it's gonna happen? Otherwise just stand there and, you know, try not to chase butterflies. There's a reason kids in Little League chase butterflies. <laughs> There's nothing <laughs> else to do. They're bored. Can you imagine? Peyton Manning chewing sunflower seeds during a game? Oh, my gosh. I mean, that's the example of how, like, it's the same thing. Like, well, you can bowl while drinking. How much of a sport could it be? You can play the sport while chewing sunflower seeds. I think they have time to talk to the announcers. (laughs) It was a interesting night in D.C. We'll dive into it a little more next. React to this Kawhi Leonard news and this report that he does not want to play in Toronto. And what does it all mean for the Denver Nuggets? Kawhi. Officially out of the Western Conference. You got the Vic Lombardi show on Altitude
4: 950. Altitude 950, we're
1: keeping you on top of the nuggets. Isaiah no. Thomas is now a nugget. If he can
13: score 15 points per game,
7: that's all you need. The Rockies. It's not just winning, it's winning series against winning teams. And pretty soon, Altitude 950
13: is going to be on the case
4: at Broncos Training Camp. I want
13: to master this offense. We've made some big steps. you know there's a lot to grow on, too. When
4: you're here, you get it all. That's the advantage of Denver's All Sports Station. We talk sports here on this station. We talk all sports. Altitude 950.
7: At Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th, the hail sale is going on now. Hey, it's Mark Mosier. Minor dings need major savings on your favorite Nissans. Like a 2018 Nissan Altima S for only 18740 That's only $9 a day. Get over to Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th and tell them Mark Mosier sent you. I-25 on 104th. Online at LHMNissan104.com Driven by you. Last date of NJC, Stock number DN 1334. MSRB 24,415. Dealer returns all rebates. Buyers may not qualify for all rebates. OAC includes 599 dealer handling
1: Plus tax, title license, dealer equipment. Offer N731, 18.
17: Selfless service is the guiding principle that drives Army National Guard soldiers to be always ready whenever disaster strikes. Every Army National Guard member serves not only to protect the nation, but also their local communities. So they each have a stake in the security and well-being of the neighborhoods where they live and work. They are your next-door neighbors and your com- Colleagues in schools, offices, and factories. Since the early days of our Republic, the Army National Guard has continued its timeless commitment to guarantee peace and security for all Americans. A proud legacy which has endured for nearly four centuries. To be a Guard soldier is to stand ready to serve at all times for family, for community, and for country. Selfless service, it's what inspires the men and women of the Army National Guard to be part of something greater than themselves. To learn more, log on to National Guard.com or contact an Army National Guard recruiter in your area. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the
7: Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. 957 thousand or AmericanFinancing.net, the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. And
15: MLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Hey,
4: let's have fun today. Elitch Gardens, today we play. Summer is here. Get out and get going. Elitch Gardens
3: gives you all access to 54 rides, slides, and attractions. Like free dive-in movies,
7: free concerts with artists from country, pop, and rock. Elitch Garden, and Water Park. Two great parks, one one low price. price. Come make memories today. Save up
3: to $25 at participating McDonald's locations. Elitch. Kim's Autoservice Inc. dot com.
4: The Altitude 950 traffic update.
3: There's an accident
15: reported at 26th and Stout, so watch for activity there. Traffic is brought to you by Sherwin-Williams. Now you're seeing slow traffic on 225 southbound between Parker Road and Yosemite, where there's an accident that is cleared now. Now's the perfect time to bring color home. Ask Sherwin-Williams and save 40% on paints and stains during the four-day super sale, July 20th through the 23rd. Retail sales only. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. I'm Chris McGloin. Laughlin with traffic on Altitude 950.
4: Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. That Nolan guy,
5: I heard he's a good defender, but he, he plays at Coors Field. Ah, Trevor Story, pretty good shortstop, but he, but he plays at Coors Field. What a joke. Ten home runs hit last night in D.C. Yankee Stadium, Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton just play pepper with the bleachers out there. Manny Machado at Camden Yards, all these jack wagons in Philly hitting the ball out of a freaking softball stadium, and you're telling me Coors Field's a problem? Get out of here. Lazy reporting by Joe Buck. Bad question to Charlie Blackman. Good for Charlie standing up for the city. <sighs> wow. Uh, you know, didn't realize I was that mad. I thought about it during the actual hot take uh, and then re-listening to that. The only problem I had with it, and, and uh, you're right, God, how many times did you say Coors? Coorsfield. Field. Coors Field. Coors Field. It's Coors. Coors. No. Coorsfield. Field. It's not, you, you, it's not Coors. It's not Coors. It's Coors. You know how I- Why re- can't you just be in the middle? I refer to it as 20th and Blake now. That's just easier <laughs> for me. <laughs> Welcome back, Vic Lombardi, Show Altitude 950, James, Manchester, Marilat. Will Peterson with you until 10. This morning we'll talk to Adam Maas from DenverStiffs.com at 9. Get his reaction to the Nuggets making the Isaiah Thomas signing official. Uh Ashley Marie on the text line wanted to know, is IT officially a Nugget? Yes, he is. Uh, the Nuggets have announced it. Tim Connolly has provided a quote about it. Uh, he signed his deal. He talked to Chris Dempsey. So that is done. So we'll talk to Adam Morris about that and also the Manchesters. Coming up in the 8 o'clock hour, do you care to let the people know some of the categories you will be giving out awards for in honor of the ESPYs tonight? Uh, in the deadest day of sports, July eighteenth, twenty eighteen. Uh, we will be uh, we will be providing uh, winners in categories that are positive, such as team of the year, play of the year, athlete of the year. Uh, there will also be some negatives. Uh, worst coach of the year, most disappointing team, most disappointing player. Uh, we're gonna run the gamut, positive and negative, because okay. it was a year that had some ups. It was a year that had some downs. Well, it's interesting you say that because, you know, on this quote unquote deadest day of the year in sports, uh, we're going to continue to talk sports here on Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. So why don't we, Manchester, go through the teams in Denver and discuss realistic expectations for their, for, for the Rockies for the rest of the year and then for the other, uh, handful of squads as they enter New Year. So we'll start with the Rockies. With this news that Manny Machado is headed to L.A., is it realistic to expect the Colorado Rockies to make the playoffs for a second straight year for the first time in franchise history? Yes. Yeah, I mean, they're within striking distance of the division at the moment. Uh Does this make the Dodgers the favorite to win the division? Yes. But they're within striking distance. What are they, two two back, two and a half back?
18: Mm-hmm.
5: Uh They're within striking distance of the wild card. I think they're a couple games back, and they're chasing teams like Atlanta. I mean, I think they can... I think they can stay in both races. I think a wild card berth is more likely. This kind of get, gives me the the, the 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 trade makes me think that you know what the Dodgers are going to run away with this thing in, in the second half. But the the Rockies aren't dead. The heck, they were the hottest team in baseball going into the break. They're a team that we said it three or four weeks ago. If their bullpen had just been mediocre, they'd be six games up in the division. So there's no reason to believe they can't. Uh, not playing at the same 13-3 and three in their last 16 games kind of level that they were heading into the break. But there's no reason to believe they can't continue to be um, a winning baseball team in the second half and be a playoff team. Now, I think the expectations moving forward become difficult because we talked about it, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago with one of my lists. or We were breaking down. It might have been when Danny Williams was here. And I was saying that I, I'm fine with them being 14th or 15th in payroll, middle of the pack. That's a realistic expectation for the Colorado Rockies. I don't expect Dick Montfort and company to lose money. That's an unrealistic expectation. They are running a business down there, but I don't expect them to just say, Hey, we're going to get 40,000 people down here. No matter who we put out on the field, let's just keep all the money. You got to reinvest some of it. They have, they have the most expensive bullpen in history. They, they figured out the Charlie Blackman situation. Now you got DJ and and Nolan who are looming. You got to figure those out, but you can't keep everyone. You can't. They're not the, they're not the Dodgers. They're not the Red Sox. They're not the Yankees. They don't have just endless coffers. They don't have a blank checkbook. So I think the, the expectation is they can make the postseason this year. I think your expectation should be, look, Nolan's a cornerstone. He's a once in a generation type player. You have to re-sign him and see how long we can make this run go and then probably trade him in the next three or four years. And then you got to rebuild it and hope you can have a three or four year run again. Five years later, they're in the they're in the up part of the cycle, and there's going to be a down part in about three or four years. So is Jeff Bridich a buyer, a seller, or staying put at the trade deadline? I think their play of late rules out the the selling option, other than the big elephant in the room of DJ LeMahieu, Uh, because if you're not going to get DJ locked up and you know he's going to walk, well then you're just keeping him to make a run at the playoffs, and if that happens, great. But if you fall off in September and don't make the playoffs and that dude walks for nothing, that's a major black eye on Black Friday. But who, who's playing second base down this stretch? Pat Valaka? Brendan Rogers. Okay. And yeah. that was going to be my follow up. If, if you think Brendan Rogers is ready to come up here and contribute at the big league level and be a part of a playoff chase, then make, yes, make that move. If you don't, Then you have to just bite the bullet and say, yeah, you know what? We're going to get nothing. But again, when you're not a big market team in baseball, there's cycles. And when you're on one of the up cycles, and we've seen it with Kansas City and Minnesota and Oakland and all the teams that fall into that category. You got to cash in. You have to. And then you know what? You're going to be down. And then you're going to be, you're going to be Pittsburgh and some of those guys when they have to get rid of McCutcheon and players like that and be like, all right, this is the rebuilding trough. So if you're on the up, tick you have to try and take advantage of it now two things you can't so that means two things one you have to keep dj and just say look we're not going to get anything for him but so be it we got to try and take advantage so you're of it. you're jeff pride it you're just sitting on dj the rest yes. of the year okay yes. Unless you think Brendan Rodgers can come up here and play, and if you what do, would it make the move? What if you can get top tier bullpen help for DJ? What if you can get a, a front of line starter Maybe. for DJ? But you still have to say, well, then Brendan Rodgers is going to be a slight step backward, obviously. But the bullpen help we're going to get is is so good, it's worth the worth the trade off. Fine. You have to position yourself though to where you can take advantage of the opportunity. You're going to be a buyer similar to how you were last year. You can't. Because, look, the the Dodgers... and LeCroy. Exactly. The Dodgers, the Yankees, Red Sox, Cubs, seems like that. They can mortgage the farm system for guys because, you know what? They can spend money to fill those holes. They're Machado buyers. Exactly. So, you know, five years from now when they don't have young players coming up because they traded them, they'll just go buy new guys. It doesn't matter. They can fill those holes. The Rockies can't do that. So I, I think they're going to be modest buyers at the deadline. Okay. Alright, so that's the expectations for the Rockies. Let's, let's pivot over now. Um, I'm not gonna go Broncos on you yet, but we'll, we'll pivot over to, to the Avalanche. Made the playoffs last year. And the division is really good, but they've had a really solid offseason and they're returning nearly everyone. Uh, Joe Sackick said it. I was on the conference call with Joe and I asked him, I said, do you need to make the playoffs again this year? And he said, oh yeah. That's my expectation. So it's coming from the top that the Colorado Avalanche need to make the playoffs for a second straight year from the boss man, the legend in this town, Joe Josec. The realistic expectation is they make the postseason. But they were ahead of schedule last year. Nobody expected them to make the postseason. No. And Jared Bednar was on with Mark Mosier uh, the day of the NHL awards, and he said, look, people need to remember, we made the postseason by winning game 82. Mm Mm-hmm. They were one, they were one game away from not making it. They had to win the last game of the season to get in. That St. Louis game was the equivalent of a a play-in game in baseball. Correct. Yeah. So I I think the realistic expectation is for them to make the postseason. If they're the last team in again, okay great, because they were ahead of schedule last year. Last year was supposed to be, they're not the worst team in the (laughs) NHL. Right? That and they extremely overachieved. That this this plan to get younger and get faster, we start to see some progress. And then I think realistically this coming season would have been, hey, we need to be a playoff team. We need to be a contender to make the playoffs. The, the expectation is not for them to be a cup contender. Could they be? Sure, if you get in the tournament in the NHL, anything can happen. Anything can happen. But I think people need to keep their expectations with the ABS in check. They're a team that should make the postseason. They're a team that was... Uh, a fun surprise this past year, but let's not get ahead of ourselves and say that was the stepping stone to them now being one of the two or best, two or three best teams in the conference this season. They can be down the road, but realistically this year, they're a playoff team. Hmm. It, it, and, and I'm with you on everything you've said, but it feels like we have different conversations about the Nuggets and the Avalanche. Even oh. though I feel like they're on similar trajectories. And we, no, 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 no. We'll get into the, we can do the Nuggets if you want to and the Broncos have to break. Nuggets are in a whole different world. Whole different world. Yeah, but look on the, look on paper, James. It, we talk about Jamal Murray and Nicole Jokic and Gary Harris. I, I can throw you a young core of the abs That that's, that's, is that exciting? Between Miko Rantan, Nathan McKinnon, Gabe Landeskog, Tyson Jost, Samuel Gerrard. Like, they have just as much star power in the Burgundy as they do with the Nuggets, yet in the Nuggets world, it's, well, you better be the three seed. You better be playing LeBron in a playoff series. And in the As world, it's like, yeah, just get back in the tournament see what happens. And one team made the playoffs, one team hasn't. Nuggets haven't even made the playoffs. Well, and but they played out of their minds in Minnesota and couldn't get a shot off. And if they get a shot off, I think we all think Jokic probably makes it and they make the playoffs. Yeah, and they did improve again and got to 46 wins. And I think they're like the only team in the – there's been one other time in the last 25 years where 46 wins didn't get in the postseason. So the fact that they didn't make the playoffs kind of comes with an asterisk. But they didn't. They didn't. But you're right. The expectation? Compete for the Northwest Division and be a team that has home court advantage in the first round. That's the expectation. All right, Nuggets and Broncos next. And wait till you hear Manchester's expectations for the Denver Broncos. You got the Vic Lombardi show on Altitude 950.
4: Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station.
7: Altitude 950 is now available on Amazon devices with Alexa. What would you like to listen to? All of your favorite sports talk, the best hosts, plus scores, traffic, and weather that you depend
1: on is available anytime on your Echo, Echo Dot, Echo Show, or any other Alexa-enabled device.
12: The road to success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand, and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected companies. Concrete and construction companies, and Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package including matching 401k. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at brandon onecom That's B R A N N A N the number one. dot com.
7: Hey, Abs fans! It's Mark Moser, voice of your Colorado Avalanche. He stars. Yeah, my in the neutral zone. For the price of a cup of coffee per day, you can get season tickets for your Colorado Avalanche with an icebreaker membership. There's a dog pile on the captain. A dog pile! He threw it from inside of his own blue line. Visit ColoradoAvalanche.com for more information and go ads!
2: If you're going to get a car soon, do it while supporting an incredible cause. It's the 28th Annual Children's Hospital Sale, going on now through Saturday at all Shomp dealerships off C470 and Lucent. This is the one time a year they add an additional discount on top of their already low prices and then donate to the Children's Hospital of Colorado's burn unit. Over the history of this sale, Shomp has donated over $350,000. Be a part of something amazing. Check out the offers at Shomp.com. Shomp Automotive. One price, one person, one hour.
1: This Legal Minute is brought to you by Bell & Pollock Personal Injury Lawyers at ChampionsofthePeople.com.
0: Hi, I'm Gary Bell with the law firm of Bell & Pollock. This is your Legal Minute. We're talking about emergency room visits. We're talking about car crashes and your injuries. When you go to the emergency room, it's a traumatic event. You're probably not thinking clearly. You need to remember to try to tell the doctors all your legitimate symptoms that you're feeling. Many times the symptoms get missed. They get missed in the ambulance ride. They get missed once you get to the emergency room. You don't remember to tell them about your ankle or your low back or your hip. They're concentrating on your neck. Maybe they're worried about your spinal cord. Maybe they're worried about a brain bleed. They're doing MRIs. They might do a CT scan. The insurance companies try to use these records against you when you're in your weakest moment. We can help you. Bell and Pollock Champions of the People dot com. Give us a call. For
1: your Bell and Pollock legal game plan, visit championsofthepeople.com
2: Man, blasting the AC in the summer is one of my favorite things to do. Until I get the bill and then I curse a little and turn that AC right off. Hey, it's Emac from the Hastings and Brownman Show and my friends at K&H Home Solutions have a little secret for you. Did you know that replacing your old doors and windows could save you a bunch off your utility bill? And it will also save you from cursing like a pirate. Right now, if you purchase a beautiful handcrafted Pro Via Door from k they'll give you 25% off, and they'll also give you 25% off energy-efficient windows. So call k tell them you got a little potty mouth situation, and that you need help with new doors and windows. Setting up a free in-home consultation is really easy. Oh, and when you talk to them, be sure to ask about their incredible financing options. All you gotta do is go to khwindows.com khwindows.com For Windows
18: That's
15: what you Thanks, 811, for keeping me safe while I planted a new garden.
1: Remember to click or call 811 before you begin any outdoor project that requires digging. Sponsored by Colorado 811, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. Emic Chevy has some bad news and some good, good news. The bad news is we got hit with hail. The good, good news is that you can't see the hail and you can save thousands on top of our already crazy low prices. Come get a crazy good deal today, only at MX Chevy. The Altitude 950 traffic update.
15: Traffic is slowing on southbound I-25 at this point. Stop and go Broadway to pass Colorado Boulevard. This traffic report is brought to you by Orkin. Westbound I-76 jamming 96 to 270. You're also catching very slow traffic westbound I-76, I-25 to pass Pecos. Every home is unique. That's why Orkin relies on the latest science to get rid of pests. Visit Orkin.com today. Orkin, pest control down to a science. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950.
4: Altitude 950.
5: Welcome back, Vic Lombardi Show. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. We talk it all here on 950. James Marlott, Will Peterson with you until 10. No Vic this morning, although he did give us a hot take. All right, Manchester. So we we discussed the the previous segment about expectations for the Rockies and the Avalanche. Uh, The Rockies the rest of the year, the Avalanche next year. We're going to pivot now to the the Nuggets and the Broncos. We'll we'll start with the Nuggets and a team that has been the nine seed each of the last two years. Uh, but they're bringing everyone back, and I think rightfully so, bringing back uh you know Michael Malone as the head coach. Resigning Nikola Jokic, Will Barton, Gary Harris got paid, Paul Millsap got the big deal, they bring in Isaiah Thomas, Jamal Murray of course is your starting point guard, a lot of intriguing role players on the bench, Trey Lyles, the chief among them, Mason Plumley, and you think that expectations for the Nuggets are quite high? I don't want to put words in your mouth, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, and it, yeah. it, it is, it is quirky. Uh, I would agree with you. I mean, first of all, I think it's funny to call them the nineteen. They, they finished ninth and weren't the nineteen. There aren't nine seeds. <laughs> Um, but it is quirky that a team that has not made the postseason has these high expectations while a team that did make it last year, uh, I'm, my expectations aren't as high. Uh, I just think they were ahead of schedule with the abs. And I think they overachieved last year. I think that, that that was a bigger step than we should have expected, but the Nuggets won 46 games. Paul Millsap played 44, I believe. So he missed basically half the season. Um, they they've had an off season where they've retained their core guys, they've dumped some salary, they've added a nice veteran point guard that could be a really good um, uptick in terms of talent if he's healthy. The expectation is if Paul Millsap they won forty six games with Paul Millsap missing half the year they won they should have won fifty if he'd have played. That's the expectation. They lost games in the second half of the season to almost every team that was in the lottery. You eliminate those, they're a 55-win team. So I think that's the next step for this team. Yeah, they're a 50-plus win team. They're uh, competing for the Northwest Division, and they're having home court advantage in the first round of playoffs, which means they're a top-four seed. If they don't do that, if they win 47 games, improve by one game, and sneak in as the eight seed, that's not a disappointing year? No, it would be. It would be. I would agree with you. Even though it's a step in the right direction, it still would be disappointing. I think the Western Conference, Manchester, is so wide open that the Warriors are the one seed. Houston is almost assuredly the two seed. And after that, it's a free-for-all. Yeah. Yeah. Between Oklahoma City and New Orleans and the Nuggets and the Spurs and, and Utah and I guess maybe Portland. If I'm forgetting anyone, apologies to that city. But it's... There's no reason, well the Lakers of course, there's no reason they can't be the three seed playing the six seeded Pelicans in the first round of the playoffs next year. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Like, you know, you have to explain to me why that's not realistic. If you, if you want to tell me my expectations are too high. And I don't know how that's the case. I I don't. I mean, are they going to be ahead of Golden State and Houston? Nope. They're not. They're not. Unless, unless a bunch of people get hurt and okay, then maybe they are. Um, the Lakers, I think the Lakers are they're a playoff team, but are they a three seed with that roster as it is right now? I don't know. San Antonio is just sort of the default team we all say is going to be good. Now they got Demar Rosen, and yeah, maybe. I think San Antonio. San Antonio's is one of those teams. They're the we've we've always said it. They're the New England Patriots of the NBA. How the heck are they good again this year? They got one guy and a bunch of dudes we've never heard of. All right, so would it shock you if Pop got that team to fifty four wins next year? No, wouldn't shock me. Cause they're the team that comes ready to play every night. They don't have those bad nights. They don't lose at home to Phoenix. Um, but the Nuggets can be in that conversation. It'll, look, they're having the same, con- they're, they're having the same conversation in places like Minnesota and Utah and Portland, New, maybe even New Orleans teams that are on the uptake. Hey, we could be, we could be in the, you know, first four seats. Sure. And you know what? Those are realistic expectations for those teams. They are somebody's going to not hit it. Everybody can't get there, mm-hmm. but. If you're in Utah or you're in Portland or you're in Minnesota, you're talking about your team taking that next step too, sure. And the Nuggets are in that in that category, even though those teams made the playoffs and the Nuggets didn't. They were all bunched together. How many teams in in, in the Western Conference were in that 45 to 49 win? Group? Oh, it, it, it was, was like crazy. Six. It was so crowded. So it, they're all they're yeah. all right there, and the Nuggets are in that group. All right, so we've established things for the Rockies, the Avalanche, the Nuggets—all teams on the up and up. Um, the, the most embarrassing team in town, for lack of a better word, is the Denver Broncos. Um, they go 5 and 11. They have a head coach who consistently embarrasses himself at the podium, uh, tells us how he's had a good week of practice. They have a locker room that falls apart, that's fractured. They have to trade a keep to leave. They have to cut CJ Anderson. They don't have an owner. They're throwing Broncos logos on the side of their stadium because they can't get naming rights done. Their GM has to sleep on whether or not to keep his head coach, which is just mind boggling that John Elway's given that much power and he's going to sleep on it after a meaningless week 17 game against Kansas City. Uh, expectations for the Denver Broncos in 2018. My expectation is that they go eight and eight. I don't, I'm not going to pick them to go eight and eight, but I think that's a realistic expectation. Eight and eight. I, I, I think anybody who expects them to be better than that is drinking the Kool-Aid Or they talk about the Broncos so often that they talk themselves into a reality that isn't there. Mm -hmm. Case in point, and I'm not trying to pick on you, but you've talked about how good this wide receiver core is. I went off on you and Vic about this, I don't know, a week or so ago. Based on what? We've all talked ourselves into Cortland Sutton's going to be a great player. Why? Why? If he was so damn good, why didn't he go in the top 12 picks in the draft? Right? But the Denver Post this morning, they have the story. We're getting ready for training camp, right? Kool-Aid. They have the story about, oh, Broncos have two wide receivers. They do. Emmanuel Sanders and Demaryius Thomas and a lot of suspects. How about this stat? Other than DT and Emmanuel, there's 11 other receivers on the roster. They've combined for 33 catches total. Most of those have to be Jordan Taylor, right? 29 of them. So the other 10 guys have four catches. But in this town, including this show, people talk about how deep this receiver core is. Based on what? A bunch of guys who've never played in the NFL. We've talked ourselves into, oh yeah, they're gonna they're gonna just be great. They're, they're gonna be good. Eight players have not even played an NFL game. Eight guys of the thirteen receivers. So my point is, expectations for that group. Because in and on other stations where they just they can't talk about anything else. Oh, but that's one of the best rooms at wide receiver room. That's gonna be a great room. It might be. It might be. You know who else? You know who was the the darling of training camp last year? Isaiah McKenzie. Isaiah McKenzie, rookie punt returner, named the starting punt returner, second day of training camp, based on what? Well, Brock Olivo didn't know what he was doing. He never (laughs) saw any live ammo, but, boy, that was the guy everybody talked about. Oh, man, you should see some of these packages they got. They got the jet sweep. Yeah, and then you get into an NFL game where they actually game plan, and they go, every time that dude's on the field because he can't run a route and can't catch the ball, they're giving him the ball on a jet sweep, and he never did anything. It's just expectations for this team. If you think they're play a playoff team, you're off your rocker. Eight and eight's a realistic expectation. Why? Because they're significantly better at the quarterback position. I'm not a Chase Keesum guy, but Case Keenum is a he's an upgrade over Trevor Simeon, and even the most negative Broncos fan would admit that. But a a, a elephant in the room here, Manchester, is that um the Vance Joseph thing was clearly a debate at Dove Valley and I know for a fact there was people who are powerful people at Dove Valley who did not want to keep Vance Joseph. Instead, he goes into a meeting with John Elway, chucks a bunch of his coaches under the bus, and they get rid of Eric Studensville and Tyke Tolbert and a bunch of others. What is the – if you lose to Seattle week one, and then you come back and lose week two, and all of a sudden you're one in four, I mean, there's going to be massive temptation, and there's going to be you and me and everyone on these airwaves screaming, you have to make a change at the head coach before you lose another season. Realistically, how many games does Vance Joseph have to save his job if they come slow out of the gate? Uh, Jeez, probably. I I think the most likely place he would get fired is after week seven because it's a Thursday night game in Arizona. Right. So if they're two and five, hypothetically after that, and you've got a mini bye week, that could be a time you make a change. But they they start with two home games. They start with Seattle and Oakland. The, the start of the season, if they start badly. If they start 0 and 2, losing it's, both. It's panic mode because you almost, and you guys laughed at me last year when Leggy and Vic were doing their victory lap when the Broncos were three and one. You should win games at home early in the season. You're playing at altitude. It's warm. It's hot, yeah. and these teams don't use preseason and training camp anymore to be ready. They use the first two or three weeks to be ready. And Seattle is a shell of its former self. Other than Russell Wilson, Seattle's a team to me that wins six or seven games this year. You play Seattle and Oakland at home. You go to Baltimore. That's a tough place to play. It always is. And then you play Kansas City here. So once again, the schedule's friendly for the Broncos. Three of the first four are at home. The fourth game's October 1st, so basically it's a September home game. They're great in September at home. Always happen. Well, they should be. And they should be. They have a, they have, Joe Buck should talk about that built-in advantage more than he talks about Coors Field. Right. That's a distinct built-in advantage. These, these, these guys aren't game ready yet, and then they gotta come play at altitude and heat. The Broncos have a huge advantage. So if they don't start three and one, winning those three home games, he, he should be on the hot seat if they're not three and one. Well, I think he should be on the hot seat already. Well, uh, he is. Yeah. He is. But if I mean, you look at the odds of the first NFL head coach to be fired, and he's got like the third best odds. Dude, I am so I, I'm just so sick of the unrealistic expectations on this team. Did you see the Akiba Talib comments about Joe Woods? That it, they had to dumb down the defense last year because Joe Woods didn't know all the calls. That they had 40 things they could run under Wade, and last year it was half of that because Joe was getting used to it. What did What did I make fun of when they hired Joe Woods? Rising star Joe Woods. And I said he's been a defensive backs coach for 24 years. Same position for 24 years. That's a rising star, but that just became the narrative down there, and everybody took and ran with it. And the only guy who had any other take on it was Mr. Negative Manchester. Well, who was right? Because he ran half the defense. Yeah, uh, losing losing Uncle Wade to the Rams. Uh, Heck of a job by the Rams to get Wade, but it it becomes – the most underreported and talked about story in this town what a joke it is john elway couldn't retain weight other than this show other than this show everybody was just taking the spin of well you know what they joe woods is a rising star and they were afraid to lose him and they knew they had to promote him really did he interview for a defensive coordinator job anywhere else no but everybody just took that bunch of balderdash and ran with it. The reality was they didn't want to pay Wade Phillips, so they spun it that Joe Woods was ready for the job, and he wasn't. And you know what? That proved to be the case. Hmm. God, I'm fired up. You are. More Broncos next. Our Power 5 question of the day coming up at 815, the Manchesters. In honor of the SPs. I got to be more awards. fired up? Yeah. Well, you get your awards out, and then we'll talk to Adam Modis at at Stiffs.com at nine. Kawhi Leonard no longer in the Western Conference. Good news for the Nuggets, if you're waking up this morning to that. Spanning the globe with Marty O, more all-star game talk. And, uh yeah, we'll do a lot of football today, too. His training camp's going to be here before you know it. you got the Vic Lombardi Show on Altitude
4: 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. This is the home of the Colorado Rapids.
3: Coming up on Saturday night, the Rapids travel to Utah to take on Real Salt Lake. Kickoff is at 8 o'clock with Connor Cake
4: on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Colorado Rapids, the Denver Nuggets, and the Colorado Avalanche. Denver's all-sports station, altitude 950, Now, back to Vic Lombardi.
5: Welcome back, Vic Lombardi Show, Altitude 950, James Merillat, Will Peterson with you until 10 this morning. Manchester All-Star game last night before we get to our Power 5. Ten home runs hit in Washington, D.C. It it, it was, and there was over 20 strikeouts. It was boom or what It's what baseball has become in 2018. Yeah, Uh, Trevor Story was right there with him. He hit a home run and struck out. Yeah, uh, he was the epitome of what baseball is nowadays. But that's just Trevor's story. We've seen well, that well, But it's yeah. not just him. I mean, that's what that's what a bunch of the all stars were last night. I it's just you know, do I love that brand of baseball? I don't know. I don't have a problem with it. I like I like watching Scooter Gennett hit the ball out of the ballpark in the ninth to tie it. Home runs are fun. Strikeouts are actually kind of fun. I don't mind it when guys look silly when the the slider is just so nasty. Yeah, I mean, I guess these purists, it's like, really? You just get so excited by a dribbler to second? Like, that's fun? I mean, I get it. I like to watch the the diving play in the outfield. Okay, but, I mean, how many outs, when there weren't this many strikeouts, how many outs were just like, wow, that was fun to watch that play? I mean, you enjoy the pop-up to the catcher? I just I don't get it. Yeah, all right, so that's the news out of the All-Star game. The news out of the NBA this morning is that uh, Kawhi Leonard is on the move to Toronto for DeMar DeRozan. Well, get this, Manchester. ESPN's reporting Kawhi Leonard has no desire to play in Toronto. David Aldridge from TNT just drops this on us. Meanwhile, DeMar DeRozan not backing off of claim he was lied to by Toronto regarding a potential trade per source. He is extremely upset. So you wake up to this news and you're in San Antonio or Toronto and it's wow, Kawhi and Damar switching spots and both guys mad. Neither guy wants any part of this deal or their new market or their new city or any of that crap. Which isn't a new thing. I think it ties into well into Vic's hot take of this is the, this is the, the GMs and the teams taking control of their league back. And I don't think that's a bad thing at all. I, mean, I think it got, it got too much, uh, Tilted toward the players and them dictating where everybody went. Uh, look, would any of us like to, would, would you like to walk in today and uh, somebody here in management says, Hey, uh, we traded you to the Kansas City station. So, uh, you know, bone up on your chiefs info because you're heading over there. No, you wouldn't want to go home and pack up stuff and buy, you know, rent a U-Haul and hit I-70. That would stink. Yeah. You also don't make $14 million. <laughs> I was going to say sports talk radio trades don't generally happen. I mean, it's, I just I don't feel sorry for these guys that they have to go live the life of luxury in a different city. you got to go live in San Antonio instead of Toronto and travel around and charter jets and stay in the Ritz-Carlton and make gobs of money. Oh, woe is you. San Antonio has mansions as well. Go tar roofs in Shreveport if you'd rather do that. (laughs) All right, Jesse, let's go. Power five question of the day.
1: What can we not get enough of today? So hot right now. Let's dive into the Power Five. Brought to you by Johnson Auto Plaza, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day. Taking it away, Isaiah McKenzie on his four, looking for room. In trouble, loses the ball. Sonoris Perry is there, but it looked like
11: McKenzie had recovered the
3: fumble. but it's a safety in any event. Ah, like the sun rising. Isaiah
5: McKenzie fumbling. They are bound to happen. Hit us up, 30933 on the Altitude 950 text line. To use the word that Manchester and I discussed, who's the biggest boob in Denver sports history? Yeah, biggest bonehead moment player, whatever. Biggest Biggest bonehead. We need a player. We need an athlete. Just or coach or coach where you're just like oh my gosh this guy is incompetent hit us up 30933 the biggest buffoon in Denver sports history there's a lot of them uh I will get things kicked off with of course my least favorite NFL head coach ever one uh, Jonathan Fox John Fox <laughs> he went to a Super Bowl Come on. <laughs> Peyton Manning went to the Super Bowl. Fine, but John, John Fox is your choice over, just with that team, over Josh McDaniels, Vance Joseph. Yeah. Wade Phillips is a head coach. I mean, you're going with John Fox. is He's, the biggest buffoon in Denver sports history. Okay. And then you go to other teams. It, just stick to coaches. You're putting him ahead of Dan Hawkins. Dan Hawkins. It's division one football, was brother. Dan
6: handed the best
5: quarterback or one of the best quarterbacks of all time. No, he was handed his son. He wasn't handed his son. He was the buffoon who decided to recruit his son and didn't <laughs> think that would impact the ability to recruit a quarterback. I'm just telling you my answer. Texts are already flown in. 309-03. John Embry doesn't make your list. What's your answer? Well, I'm giving you some of them. It doesn't have to be coach too. It can be player. I mean, we've already gotten 17 Raheem Morris. He's a, that's a, that's a pretty big buffoon moment. I, you know what though? I I really have a hard time getting on a guy. Now I was mad at him at the moment, but in in hindsight, I have a really hard time, and it's the same way I am when I'm coaching, getting mad at someone when they just make a physical mistake, right? Like he 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 screwed up, he didn't make the play, or a guy drops a ball, or it, like yeah, you wish they hadn't done it, but like to me, a buffoon is. Ah, I don't know. Clarence K, constantly getting in trouble and missing games and just, you know, wasting away some talent. I don't know. Dale Carter, uh, Travis Henry. There's a buffoon. I mean, you, you, you have nine kids with eight women and now you're in a Montana prison for running a drug ring. That's a pretty good buffoon. Denny Nagel. Yeah. You get caught with a chick with an Adam's apple on Colfax. <laughs> That's a buffoon. <laughs> I mean, that's the epitome of a buffoon. Raheem Moore misplayed a ball. Oh, man. He didn't intend to do it. He didn't get in his car and go trolling. Uh, we're getting some Brian Shaw suggestions. The problem is, is we're getting two different spellings. <laughs> well, there's two different candidates. Yeah. And we're not talking about the world's strongest man, Brian Shaw, who right, also right. is in, in Colorado. Brian Shaw, the head coach. Yes, he makes this list. He's a candidate. He was a buffoon. I actually give him some credit for trying. You know, it'd be, in hindsight, you kind of look at it and go, you're reading books about millennials. But what, what did you want him to do? Not try anything? Not try and relate to the guys? At least he gave it an effort. At least he was like, oh man, I, I, I'm striking out here. I need to do something different. I give him a little bit of kudos for that. But he was a total inept coach. Uh Jeremy says Eric Decker, dude, quit tripping over hash marks. Again, it's physical physical mistakes. I'm not that upset about those. Yeah, but that dude tripped all the time. He was a damn good receiver. You wouldn't want Eric Decker who couldn't run in the open field because his shoelaces were in the way. So classic Denver sports take. We don't like Eric Decker, but we can't wait to see with Cortland Sutton. I mean, they might as well start creating a spot on the facade down there because that guy's Ring of Fame induction is just a matter of time. Yeah, but has Cortland Sutton ever tripped over the 35 on his way to a touchdown? Has he ever run across the 35 on his way to a touchdown? Yeah, at SMU. You you did you did kind of warm my heart with the SMU mention. <laughs> a lot of these coming in. Gosh, you guys are good. Oh, I can't. Come on. I'll say it, but it'll make Manchester mad. TJ Ward throwing a beer at a strip club bartender. It's a buffoon move if he actually did it. It's a buffoon move. I don't know. Why would that make me mad? I like TJ Ward, the player. I love to Tlaib, the player, and he was a buffoon at times. He got shot. He shot himself in the butt. <laughs> that may be more, more of a buffoon move than picking up a chick with an Adam's apple. <laughs> you shot yourself in the butt. Keep him coming. 30933. We've getting a lot of them. We'll read more on the other side. Plus it is time. The Manchester's. In honor of the SPs, I hope and I know you all will love these. It's James Merrillat's Award for Denver Sports for the last year. You got the Vicklom Lombardi show on
4: altitude 950. Home of the Rapids, the Nuggets, the Avalanche. In Denver's best sports talk all day long. Let's go, let's go, let's go! Denver's All Sports Station. Altitude 950.
10: Do you love sports? Think you have what it takes to be a producer or an on-air host? Call the
3: Colorado Media School now for more information. 303-937-7070.
7: Hey, Abs fans, it's Mark Mosier, voice of your Colorado Avalanche. The kid is going to break away. It shoots and scores. For the price of a cup of coffee per day, you can get season tickets for your Colorado Avalanche with an Icebreaker membership. Nathan Visit coloradoavalanche.com for more information and go ads. And the building is on fire at
0: Pepsi Center. Dad, are you going to be home in time for my school play?
3: I'm going to try my hardest.
8: And don't forget about my ball game on Saturday.
3: Yep, I'm planning on it.
8: That's what you said last week, but you weren't there.
3: I know, and I'm sorry. My job takes me far from home and is important to our family. I can't always get home when I'd like to.
16: Does this sound familiar? I bet if you're driving trucks for a living, this is your life. Well, it doesn't have to be that way anymore. The Safeway Distribution Center at Colorado Boulevard and I-70 is hiring Class A CDL drivers. The best part about this job is you get to go home when your shift is over. They'll treat you with respect. Plus, the pay, health benefits, and retirement package are all outstanding. You'll start out earning $22.49 per hour and could be earning up to $24.99 per hour in no time. And, if you apply today at SafewayDenverDC.com, you could receive a hiring bonus of up to $5,000. For job requirements and to apply, log on to SafewayDenverDC.com.
3: Is your car in need of some work? The last thing you can afford is to have your car break down on you. But, you can't afford to get ripped off or be taken advantage of by some shady mechanic. That's why you should take it to Ken's Auto Service. Ken's Auto Service is family owned and operated on the northwest corner of Chambers in Mississippi. They're a AAA a app- Prove business that takes their code of ethics to heart. And their work has a three-year 36,000 mile parts and labor nationwide warranty. Find them online today at com.
14: The Colorado Rapids will face off against Argentine Giants, Boca Juniors in a friendly match presented by Western Union on Tuesday, July 24th at Dick's Sporting Goods Park. Kickoff is at 7pm. Oh, what a goal! What an absolute peach! Don't miss Tim Howard, Edgar Castillo and the Rapids as they square off against one of the most famous teams in soccer, featuring World Cup veterans Carlos Tevez and Christian Pavel. Tickets are available now at coloradorapids.com.
4: The Altitude 950 traffic update.
15: An accident on southbound I-25 just after the 136th Avenue Bridge clearing off the right lane to so watch for activity. Traffic is brought to you by CC's with new Italian style flatbread salad and dessert. Southbound 225 heavy and slow this morning between i and the spillway from an earlier accident near Yosemite. Why settle for a tiny value meal when you can have endless value on CeCe's buffet like meat eaters, stuffed crust and new Italian flatbreads? The buffet's a better way. CeCe For a limited time. I'm Chris McLaughlin with Traffic on Altitude 950.
4: Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi.
11: I love that the Final Five won the most Olympic medals of any U.S. women's gymnastics team ever. And our gymnastics team was so dominant that Kevin Durant told me he wants to play for them next year.
5: (laughs) That was a great
11: line. Peyton Manning at the
5: ESPYs just toasting Kevin Durant. That's awesome. That was the one where Kevin Durant looked mad. I think he was not actually angry. He was in on the joke. Oh, man. ESPYs are tonight on ESPN. Danica Patrick is your host. I can't wait to see what Von Miller... Decides to wear. Oh, I can't wait either. Can't wait to see what he wears. It's going to change my life. Is there a negative Nancy about Vaughn having fun at the ESPYs? It's not. He can wear whatever he wants. I just am not in the can't wait to see what he's wearing category. You don't think Vaughn will look pretty, you know, outlandish tonight? Probably. Yeah. 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 Are you, did you set an alarm on your phone to watch the red carpet so you what, can what, see what, it? What are you going to watch tonight? Not the ESPYs? No. I don't know. I'm watching this great Bobby Kennedy documentary on Netflix. It's a tremendous series. It is a, uh, a down time of year for sports, Manchester. The Rockies won't resume until Friday in Arizona. No Bronco has gotten arrested. What is the Springer Nuggets, betting on tonight? Yeah, the Nuggets offseason is uh it, taking form. It's been a very good offseason, and the Avalanches off season as well. There's just not a ton on the sports calendar at the moment. The tracks are open. Yeah, there you go. So that's why we are going to do the Manchesters right now. Um, honestly, this all came together, and so I'm just going to give you the floor. Let's go. The Manchester. All right, so uh, we have uh, nine total awards. It will surprise no one that we have more negative awards than positive awards, but it's four to five. It's relatively close. We're going to start off with the positives and go with game of the year.
7: Up by the fight, J.T. Comfort. The Avs have a two-on-one. Comfort with Andre Ghetto. J.T. in, shoots. Save rebound. Score! Score! Spin, Andregetto! Ghetto! Spin! And the Avs have taken a 2-1 lead. This has got to be one of the gutsiest clubs in the National Hockey League. Pure guts. Every guy with three big old cow hearts, two pancreases, and five stomachs. <laughs> guts all over the place. I can't believe it.
9: Uh
5: That call, and, I, you know, we saw on the rundown, it's guts on the ice call, and like, ah, oh, that'll be fun to hear. I'd forgotten how great that was. <laughs> <laughs> it was just tremendous. Every time we play it. So the Manchester goes to? It uh, goes to uh game five of the first-round playoff series between the Avs and the Predators. Just to reset the stage, the Avs were down 3-1 in the series. They were in Nashville for game five. They were down one nothing late. The last five minutes of the game and the five minutes of the third period. And we're all sitting there basically kind of resigning ourselves to the fact of, you know what? What a nice season. It was a really good year. They got there. Uh, they, they, they couldn't win game five on the road with a guy named Hamburglar in net. They, they gave it a good effort. They lost one nothing. The, the winning goal was kind of a garbage review type of deal. We yeah. were going to complain a little bit about that, but we'd resigned ourselves to the fact that they had lost. Then they get the amazing goal where McKinnon kind of, waits his time waits his time waits his time hits landis god right in front of the net for an easy uh, makes pk suban look silly exactly. pk's on the ice as nathan's dancing all over the place over it, to landy it's 1-1 one, one, and you start getting a little hope and then you get the the breakaway there and Moj loses his mind and they win game 5 and come back here for game 6 and is like bonus time it was just the game they really had no business winning heading into it cuz nashville's so good on on that Uh, on their home ice and the way that building is. They had no business winning it going into it. They had no business winning it when they're down a goal late in the third period. Best game of the year, ABS game five in Nashville. What's interesting is I don't disagree with your selection for the first Manchester of our show. But you know what you could have gone with is game 82 against St. Louis. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, and that also had to be in the running uh, of things you probably thought about when you were coming up with these it awards. It was, uh, it was in contention most of the games of the year. Now, just to give people, this is the trick when you do it mid-year, like well, a rule that we just did in this calendar year. I went back to last July. So basically a full 12 months. So we just missed out on the Nolan Arenado walk-off on Father's Day because that was more than a year ago. All right, let's move on in the Manchesters. What's next? All right, next up we have Team of the Year. Puck is down into the ab zone.
7: Time is winding down. Two to go, one to go, and the Colorado Avalanche will go to Nashville to take on the Predators. They're back in the Stanley Cup playoffs.
5: So this was really a two team race. Uh, well, I mean, it depends on where you want to go. The, if we're being honest, the Colorado Eagles certainly could have been in this conversation, but we kept this to, uh, you know, teams that play in the metro area. Um, but they did have a very good season. Um, I think they won the title up there mm-hmm. or something. Obviously they would have been in contention, but it really came down to the Rockies. They made the postseason in the last. 12 months, Yep. but the way that ended was just too disappointing. I I couldn't go that direction. Or it was the Avs, and here's why I went with the Avs for Team of the Year. They came out of nowhere. The season before, they were the worst team in the NHL, literally. I mean, they were awful, awful, and there was really no reason to expect them to be significantly better heading into this season. They had the same coach. They had basically the same roster. They made the Matt Duchesne trade. They went to Sweden and they came back a different team. They had that ten-game winning streak where they were the talk of the NHL. They win Game 82 on their home ice to get into the playoffs. They had the series against the defending Western Conference champs that they gave them all they wanted. It was just more than anyone could have expected. The Rockies had a had a fun season, made the postseason for only the fourth time in, in franchise history. That was cool. I thought the Avs gave us a ride that was more fun. Yeah, I would agree. The story of the year in Denver was the Colorado Avalanche massively overachieving. Uh, I was fortunate enough to be deemed hockey will by you and Vic. I covered mm-hmm. every single Avs home game. Remember I had that meltdown that I had to go to a wedding instead of getting to cover game 82? Yeah, that that's right. W- that wedding that you spent 42 minutes at? Yeah, that mm-hmm. you and Vic were able to talk me through. That was smart. Um, Being... And this is a privilege of working for the company we work for in Manchester. But being in the, the suite at Pepsi Center, watching all three of those playoff games at home, the goosebumps I would get during the intros for the avalanche was just like... I, dude, I felt like I was back in the late 90s and the yeah. early 2000s. Yeah, and yeah. we have not had a lot of that of late in Denver sports. I mean, the Broncos certainly gave us some fun runs during the Peyton Manning era. But we hadn't had that atmosphere at Pepsi Center in a while. And it was just so cool to have it back. Yeah. So cool. It was cool. All right, let's move on in the Manchesters. What's next? All right, next up, play of the year.
12: Middleton looks in. Middleton looks in. He throws it to Murray for three. Missed it. And a foul called against (laughs) Milwaukee.
17: Oh, my goodness. The Nuggets are hanging on by a thread. These are the greatest officials in the
12: world, folks. (laughs) The NBA, baby. What a pick by Jamal Murray. Third free throw for Jamal Murray to tie the basketball game up is on its way. That one's good. He got all three.
5: So, obviously, that was a game late in the season against Milwaukee. The Nuggets had no business winning it at all. I remember them going down to uh, Marlowe and Hastings went to Vic. He was sitting courtside. He compared it to the Rodney Rogers game when they scored like nine points in the final Fourteen seconds of that game, or whatever it was, to 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 get back into it. It was just a crazy finish, but it was. Uh, there were a couple of them that were in contention. Obviously, the Gary Harris game winner against Oklahoma City was a great play, great moment. And Vic showed us his belly. Courtside. Showed us his belly. Yeah. Um. The, you know, there were there were a lot of moments from the from the Rockies that could have gotten in there. Heck, Trevor Story's walk off the other day could have made the could have made the list. But I thought this this play was the best one because there were so many facets to it. Right, the the Nuggets needed to get this win. It looked like they were going to give another game away at at Pepsi Center that they that they should have won, and Jamal Murray makes such a heads up play to get a steal in that situation. Normally, the opposite happens. Us fatalistic Nuggets fans who've watched this franchise our entire lives know normally they're the team that throws the ball away up three. They're the team that can't get the inbound pass in in Detroit. Rasheed Wallace steals it and throws in a sixty footer to win the game at the buzzer. Yeah, that happens to the Nuggets. It doesn't go the other way. Or you just say the name Anthony Carter in this town and yes. people cringe. Yeah. So they get the they get the steal, which is highly unlikely. He gets the foul, so the call goes his way. Earl Boykins said it. These are the greatest <laughs> officials. The call was a little borderline, but they get the call. Love Earl. And then Jamal Murray goes to the line and ice water in the veins. Hits all three free throws. Nuggets end up winning the game in overtime. Just a fantastic play because it was smart. It was clutch. It was a little good fortune. It was everything all worked into it. Loved that moment in the past 12 months. Baby Steph Curry, Jamal Murray with the play of the year. All right, Manchester, we'll sneak one more positive one here in the Manchesters. You're going to do the athlete of the year. It is the athlete of the year.
7: Holding you looking and all twirls back up toward the point. Down the board's McKinnon. Walks down deep and shoots. Score! Nathan! M-
5: all right, so this was a two horse race. Yeah. Two horse race. And I initially had Nolan Arnato down. It was Nathan versus Nolan. And you guys know on the show, I think Nolan is the best professional athlete to ever play in this town. And people think that's crazy because Peyton Manning set all sorts of records here. John O is a legend. in this. I think Nolan Arenado's is the best of the bunch, and he had a great year. But Nathan McKinnon finished second in the MVP voting, and he should have won the Hart Trophy. In terms of just the last 12 months, the last 12 months he had the best year because a lot of Nolan's exploits were before July 1st last season. The Rockies were basically a mediocre team after the All-Star break. Nathan McKinnon had an MVP caliber season, should have won the Hart Trophy, Finished second in the voting. He had a slightly better year than Nolan Aranato, but this this could have easily been co-winners. It was a special year to cover Nathan McKinnon in Manchester. My favorite line from him was, no one knows who I am. I can still go to the grocery store. Just <laughs> <laughs> pretty awesome. Because if you're Peyton Manning, you can't exactly roll into the grocery no. store. No. Uh. but it, I mean, who else is even a candidate for this award? It's Nathan, it's Nolan... Charlie Blackman had a nice season. Nikola Jokic had a good year. He didn't even make the All-Star team. Come on. Let's be realistic. No, it's Nathan McKinnon. Don't get me wrong. It's Nathan McKinnon. I agree with the selection. One guy finished second in the MVP voting and should have won it. What was your favorite McKinnon goal of the year? We played one against the Blues there. I I, I think of them in my mind as Moser's calls, right? That's how I remember all of them. I think it was probably the two in Detroit. It was the one in yeah, Detroit yeah, to yeah. tie it and then... There was also one here against Anaheim where Moj goes, oh, no, he didn't do that. And then you took your boys to a that game. Was, that's what I was going to say. It was the random game I take my kids, and we're oh. driving down there. And, you know, I've taken them to ABS games before, but not all three of them. And I'm telling them, guys, this is who you need to watch. He's number the, 29. 29. He's the best player in the league. Watch him. We weren't in our seats four minutes, and he scored. And then he scored again in the first period. <laughs> they looked at me like... He knows everything. (laughs) He's the smartest person alive. So 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 it was the ones that reinforced that. So you're telling Nathan, if he's out there listening, (laughs) thank you for making me look good as a father. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Thank you for making my sons think I know something. Yeah, there you go. All right. The Manchesters are halfway done up next. The dumbest soundbite of the year, the worst player of the year, the most disappointing team, the biggest underachiever and the worst head coach. You got the Vic Lombardi show on altitude 950.
11: Big news in Nuggets Nation. Thursday night, the Nuggets were wheeling and dealing again. Acquiring the IT
9: department. Isaiah Thomas, guy who's played for now four teams in twelve months. You have now three pieces on this team you're really hoping can get healthy. This Nuggets
4: offseason has been lit, and no one keeps you on top of it like the home of the Denver
9: Nuggets. This team is going all out offense. Everybody said, Well, I gotta get defense, gotta get defense. I said, dude, go score 120 every night. Who's gonna beat you? What's next get it here altitude
7: 950 getting out of debt can seem impossible but it doesn't have to be that way mark Mosier here with gabby Maldonado from american financing now gabby explain to me how a low rate mortgage can help you get out of debt faster
16: by having high balances on credit cards or student loans you're getting hit with double digit interest fees that can deplete your savings Manage debt smarter by consolidating it into a lower-rate home loan. You can save up to $1,000 a month, and you'll pay less in overall interest. You may even be able to improve your credit score.
7: You know, that makes so much sense. A mortgage rate that's 5% or less versus a credit card that's as high as 24%, why wouldn't you move that debt into your home loan? Guys, it's time for you to stop wasting money on interest fees and start saving up to $1,000 a month. Call now, and you can close in as fast as 10 days, 303-695-7000. 303-695-7000 303-695-7000 and tell them Mark Mosher sent you. Or, go to AmericanFinancing.net, the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. And MLS
2: 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. If you're going to get a car soon, do it while supporting an incredible cause. It's the 28th Annual Children's Hospital Sale, going on now through Saturday at all Chomp dealerships off C470 and Lucent. This is the one time a year they add an additional discount on top of their already low prices and then donate to the Coltrane's Hospital of Colorado's Burn Unit. Over the history of this sale, Chomp has donated over $350,000. Be a part of something amazing. Check out the offers at Shomp.com. Shomp Automotive. One price, one person, one hour.
7: Hey, ABS fans, it's Mark Mosier, voice of your Colorado Avalanche. Hey, Star! Hey, gone. He's in the neutral zone! For the price of a cup of coffee per day, you can get season tickets for your Colorado Avalanche with an icebreaker membership. There's a dog pile on the captain! A dog pile! He threw it from inside of his own blue line! Visit ColoradoAvalanche.com for more information and go ads! At...
1: This Legal Minute is brought to you by Bell & Pollock Personal Injury Lawyers at ChampionsofthePeople.com.
0: Hi, I'm Gary Bell with the law firm of Bell & Pollock. This is your Legal Minute. We're here to teach you and educate you. You're injured in a car crash. You're off to the emergency room or maybe urgent care. How in the world is the insurance company for the at fault party later going to use the emergency room records against you? They can't do that, can they? Sure they can. They try every time. You go to the emergency room, maybe they do an x-ray of your neck. They say it's not remarkable, it's normal. They do an MRI of your low back, they say it's not remarkable, it's normal. The insurance company says your MRI and your x-rays were normal. What's your problem? Why are you still symptomatic? Your x-rays and films and radiographic studies were normal. What is your problem? You need a legal game plan. You need to understand what to do. Bell and Pollock, championsofthepeople.com will help you.
1: For your Bell and Pollock legal game plan, visit championsofthepeople.com the Altitude 950 traffic update.
15: you are going to be dealing with slow traffic on southbound I-25 behind a crash just after the 136th Avenue bridge clearing off the right side of the highway. This traffic report is brought to you by Sherwin-Williams. Once you get past that, you have stop-and-go traffic reported still southbound I-25 between the Downing Street bridge to past Evans. Now is the perfect time to bring color home. Ask Sherwin-Williams and save 40% on paints and stains during the four-day Super Sale, July 20th through the 23rd. Retail sales only, some ex- Exclusions apply. See store for details. I'm Chris McLaughlin with Traffic on Altitude 950.
4: The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show.
5: Welcome back, Vic Lombardi. Show Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. We're talking sports this morning here. All these, uh, I don't know, uncertainty on the Denver sports scene, but a lot of excitement, Manchester. Uh, it's an exciting time to be a sports fan in Denver, Colorado. Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. No, it is. I, I mean, just, three of the four teams are doing this and you no, can't see me right now, but no. three of the four teams are on the uptick. It is. I just, with, with training camp looming, you know, it starts in less than two weeks. It starts, what, a week from Saturday? But aren't you more excited for Nuggets and Avs than you are for Broncos? Oh, I'm more excited. Well, in terms of expectations, yes. I mean, I my expectations for the Broncos, the team that's getting started next, is that they go 500. I'm excited about the Rockies sec- in the second half. Yeah, what's but, what they can like do? But it's like cautiously optimistic. And if you missed the news, Ken Rosenthal reporting Machado to the Dodgers will be happening. I'm excited about CU Steven Montez on the watch list for. Maxwell Award, I believe. Yeah, CU football will be fun to keep an eye on this year. Are they doing the Rise again? Are they they doing their own documentary? I don't know. So rise that was a great series. Is though. the Rise real Manchester? We're fixing to find out. I, I think this year is whether or not Mike McIntyre's yeah. got the Rise or if yeah. that was a... Last year was a bit of a reality check. This year we'll find out. Mm, was that was, was 2016 an aberration? Or was it the start of something? We're we're going to find out this year. See you, Hoops. Teflon Tad. Got a big season coming up. Sandy wants to make the NCAA tournament. All right. We're rolling with the Manchesters. We did the positive, but they're the Manchesters for a reason. We're doing the negatives. In honor of the ESPYs tonight, it's our very own award show. What's next? All right. Up next, the dumbest soundbite of the year.
19: But it's important to have great preparation each week. So we had a great week of preparation. We had a good week of practice.
5: <laughs> oh, that was me doing it. Was the dumbest soundbite actually VJ or my imitation? <laughs> that was pretty good. So you practice His just incessant rambling about how well they practice and just ticking Broncos fans off because they're getting their butts kicked on Sundays. Uh, yes. It was constant from Vance Joseph. Uh, and and almost to the point where by the end of the year, I felt bad for VJ. It it was just, he was, it was so clear he was in over his head and didn't know how to answer the questions and didn't know what to say or what to do. Uh, he was the guy who looked like he had no idea which button to push. He was, he was McGruber trying to undo the bomb and had no idea and he was about to clip the wrong wire. That's just what he was. And it was all year long. So it was sort of a a collection of dumbest sound bites. But he constantly told everyone how good the week of practice was, and then they would go out and just look like a team that was totally ill-prepared to play. Well, and the fact he's still the head coach of the Denver Broncos is kind of mind-boggling, right? That we are, we're going into this season with that same guy who was unable to answer basic questions, is still the head coach of one of the most prestigious organizations in the NFL. It, it is, but I do give him this one free pass. If he didn't actually get to build the coaching staff, which by all accounts he didn't, then it's not necessarily all his fault. He still was the one saying dumb things, which is why he wins this award. He still is the guy that in week 17 looked like he couldn't figure out how to work his headset. He's still the guy who just had his team ill-prepared on a weekly basis. I get it. But he also is the guy with a coaching staff where a lot of them were insubordinate because he didn't pick them. They didn't answer to him. Yeah, but they had rings. Yeah, exactly. Because as you like to point out, that's all that matters. I
19: get the NFL.
5: <laughs> Moving on, what's next, Manchester? Uh, the worst play of the year.
11: Runners take their leads at first and second. Fly ball. Left center field. That ball's going to be in the gap. Archie Bradley, are you kidding me? He's going for third, and he's in with a slide. It can only happen in the wild card game. <laughs>
5: So I kind of evaluated this category as, what was that moment I most wanted to just chuck my beer mm. or punch a hole in the drywall? And it was that moment. It was that game. It was the wild card game in Phoenix against the Diamondbacks, bottom of the seventh. The Rockies had come back after John Gray's just terrible start. They'd cut the lead to 6-5. There's two outs, two on, and... The Diamondbacks don't want to pull reliever Archie Bradley out of the game. He's their setup guy. So they leave him in and let him hit. And your guy, Pat Neshek, gives up a triple to a relief pitcher that scores two runs, makes it 8-5. The Rockies kind of get back into it, but then Greg Holland does essentially the same thing. Like, that was the game. It was the moment of the game. All the momentum was on the Rocky side. They yeah. get the third out there. They got, you know, heart of the order coming up. You still got, you know, six outs to go to try and get your one run. All sorts of opportunity, and they give up a triple to a relief pitcher. Dude, I was in the building. I was there. I I, I vividly, and it's well documented on this show, I went with my mother. Which was, she was like the eighth choice, but that's who I went with. I vividly remember turning to her and saying, If they can get out of this inning and he can get this guy, they're going to win this game. And then freaking Archie Bradley and all the Arizona bros are high-fiving each other and they're all drunk. And you thought you were mad on your couch. Imagine traveling to Phoenix and watching that crap in person. There were two situations that I can recall during the year where the other team waved the white flag. It was the Nuggets at home against the Clippers. And Doc Rivers, they're down 19 in the third. He puts all his bench guys in, waves the white flag, game over. I'm, I'm resting, guys. They come back and win the game. Now, in this situation, Arizona wa- wasn't waving the white flag on the game, but they were waving the white flag on that inning. Yeah, you can just get Archie out and move on. Yeah, It's we'll let our relief pitcher hit. It wasn't even a pitcher, just a pitcher getting a hit, a guy who actually gets at bats, which would be a starter. It was a relief pitcher. They never hit, ever. When's the last time he took BP? Yeah, and Archie's super obnoxious with that stupid beard and oh, all his my antics. Gosh, that was awful. All right, moving on. What's next? Uh, next up, we've got the most disappointing team of the year. can help us as the night goes on. I understand what quarterbacks are looking at.
13: Because that movement by the safety there, that's so important. for what the quarterback wants to do on a play. Play action. Simeon for the crosser. Intercepted.
7: Cutting underneath. Kenny Moore has got it. He went down on his own so he can get up and run some more across the 45. And he's down at midfield. And the problem for the Broncos has
11: been strovers this year. Simeon's ill-advised pass turns into a four pick.
5: The Denver Broncos were the most disappointing team of the year. Now, I picked them to go six and 10, so they only slightly disappointed me by finishing five and 11, but there were high expectations. This is a team two years removed from a Super Bowl win, one year removed from a, at least a winning season under Gary Kubiak. They started three and one, started three and one. They went 2 and 10 after that. 2 and 10, lost 8 games by double digits, 4 games by 20 or more, got shut out for the first time since what, 1990? That's about as bad as it can be. They were an embarrassment. They were a joke. It's for some reason, you know, in this town, because they signed a a quarterback that nobody even knows how to pronounce his name, they're all of a sudden the AFC West favorites. The Broncos were a dumpster fire last year. A total and complete train wreck. Now, the fact that the Nuggets didn't make the playoffs was disappointing. But you can't put them in the same category as this inept bunch of boobs at Dove Valley when they won 46 games despite the fact that their highest paid guy missed half the season. They, 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 they went 46 and 36. They just happened to be playing in a conference that was historically good. Mm-hmm. The Broncos were 5 and 11. They were historically bad. I've been watching this team for 40 years. That is one of the two or three worst Broncos teams I've ever seen. Ever. They were as bad as the the last Josh McDaniel season. They were awful. Yeah, the Broncos were an absolute mess from top to bottom. Uh the naming rights, the the ownership si- situation is sad, but it's it's clearly affecting how the organization is run. Um, you've got the Bowling kids chirping to the media. You've got Vance Joseph. It, it just is. It was disappointing. There's no other word to use. Uh, disastrous would be the other seed, yeah. the other word. I mean, the most disastrous team of the year would have would have been that. The other team I was disappointed in. I was disappointed in CU football. I was. I, 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 but nowhere near to the scale no, of the Broncos. No, and yeah. but, you know, coming off the rise, it was like, all right, th- this is a team that needs to make a bowl game, and they didn't. That was that's. If you're being honest, as a Buffs fan, that was disappointing. I expected them to take a step back, but I figured they'd win seven games. It was not making a bowl game was was disappointing. All right, moving on. Who's what's next? Biggest underachiever. <laughs>
20: shooting, down and goal. Janovich, the there fullback, is. a fake. Lynch, Other oh, chases,
18: dangerous. and look out, it's intercepted.
20: It's picked off. Bowman. On the ground, and look what he found.
5: How about that?
9: All right, real quick,
5: after hearing that clip, I want to change the dumbest soundbite of the year. The dumbest soundbite of the year was if we had twenty two Janos, we'd be okay. <laughs> oh, we gotta find that one. Rocolivo's stupid Janovich quote, which everybody ran with and now thinks Andy Janovich is Steve Tasker. He's the greatest special teams player of all time. Go watch the punt return that the Chargers had against the Broncos playing in that soccer stadium in L.A. Go watch it. Who's the guy who's out of position, who just they run right by for the touchdown? Andy freaking Janovich. That was the dumbest comment of the year. So I'm changing my own award five minutes later. All right, the biggest underachiever, and I don't know if you can tell from that bite necessarily, and I'm at one of his rare defenders because I don't think he's been put in a position to succeed. I think you gotta take a guy and say, hey, what does he do well? And let's give him plays that fit his skill set. And the Broncos and in their infinite wisdom failed to do that. But look, dude, you're a first round pick. You've done absolutely nothing. You've shown no leadership abilities, no work ethic, no desire to be great. Paxton Lynch. As much as I like to defend you, you're a you're an underachiever at this point, and I think that's the nicest word I can attach to you. Yeah. All right. Let me hear the Broccolivo thing.
1: Jano, love Jano, love Jano. He's Jano. Jano to me, my. If we had twenty-two Janos, we would be all right. God. <laughs> And everybody, everybody took that like
5: he was, uh, he was FDR given a fireside chat. Like, oh, this Broccolivo. I remember Zapolo during the preseason games. Man, he's got some great schemes.
9: What are you talking
5: about? What are you talking about? <laughs> You're in rare form this morning, Manchester. It's just the, the way people just drink the orange Kool-Aid. That quote. People were people were ready to make Janovich the Pro Bowl representative as the special teams player based on that comment. When you hear that back, he's just another guy on this coaching staff that just stumbles through his words. All right, so the biggest underachiever was Paxton Lynch, our final award of the Manchester. Worst coach of the year.
19: But I mean he is he is our quarterback, Trevor. You know, So in our locker room, he's on Peyton Manning's level. Oh,
5: my gosh. <laughs> Can I change my award again? That's the dumbest soundbite of the year. He compared Trevor Simeon to Peyton Manning? In our locker room, he's oh, Peyton Manning. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I had had forgotten how dumb that entire group came across last year. So in case you haven't guessed, the worst coach of the year was Vance Joseph, and it was a landslide. It was Reagan over Mondale in 1984. Gosh. Well done on the Manchesters. If you missed it, the game of the year. Avs game five in Nashville. The team of the year, the Colorado Avalanche play of the year, Jamal Murray Steal at the end of the Bucks game. Athlete of the year, Nathan McKinnon. Dumbest soundbite has changed four times. Worst <laughs> play of the year was uh Pat Nishak throwing a frisbee slider to Archie Bradley. Most disappointing team, Broncos. Biggest underachiever, Paxton Lynch. Worst head coach, Vance Joseph. All right, when we come back, I want to have the three candidates for dumbest soundbite. Right? It's the it's the constant great week of practice. It's Jano and it's the Peyton Manning comparison of Trevor Simeon, and we'll let the people on the text line decide. We'll play him. We'll give you a one, two, or three. I don't know what the order they are now. And just text us the single number, what you think, at 30933. We'll let them break the tie because I can't decide. Hit us up, 30933 on the Altitude 950 text line. Let us know what you think of the Manchesters this morning in honor of the SPs tonight. James Marlott, Will Peterson, Mario, Jesse Trujillo, Denver's All-Sports Station, Vic Lombardi Show, Altitude 950.
7: He's on Peyton Manning's level. The Rocks have clawed their way back to within two at the
4: All-Star break. Monday afternoon, Mark Mosher broke down the first half of the season with Rocky skipper Bud
7: Black.
9: We've been playing good baseball, and I think the guys are, are excited about it. How we pitched, uh,
7: how we swung the bats. Your team mentality got tough. That's what it is, that, hey, we can do this. It's time to do this. DJ's big swing on the day game before we went to L.A., that might
19: go down as one of the biggest hits of the season. And then from there, we just kept pitching well.
4: What's next?
19: I think this thing's going to go down to the, to the last couple weeks of the season.
4: To hear the whole conversation, click on the podcast page at altitude950.com or open the altitude950 app.
2: Have you heard about the best refinance deal around? Credit Union of Denver has an auto, motorcycle, or RV refinance deal that will blow your socks off. Bring your respective loan over to them and receive at least 2% off your current rate, $200 cash, and then take a two month payment vacation. They like to call it the power of two. It's so easy to do. just go online and apply at smartlikeyou.com or give them a call, 303-234-1700. That's smartlikeyou.com or 303-234-1700. Tell them you heard about it on Altitude 950. The 2% discount is on a current auto, motorcycle, or specific type of RV loan from a different financial institution. Floor rates applies. Rate discount and $200 valid on loans over $7,500 with approved credit. Turn and conditions may apply. Offer expires July 31st, 2018. Equal opportunity lender. At
7: Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th, the hail sale is going on now. Hey, it's Mark Mosier. Minor dings mean major savings on your favorite Nissans like a 2018 Nissan Altima S for only $18,740. That's only $9 a day. Get over to Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th and tell them Mark Mosier sent you. I-25 on 104th. Online at LHMNissan104.com. Driven by you. Last J C one Stock thirteen thirty four. SRB all may not qualify for all five
1: ninety nine tax. license equipment. Offer
12: The road to success is paid with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since nineteen oh six, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. And Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching four hundred one k. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at Brandon onecom That's B R A N N A N
9: The Number One dot com. Scott Ace is here for Kaufman's Tall and Big Men Shop for the tall, big or athletically built guy. Now through August fifth, they're having their semi annual clearance sell so right now that means 20 to 60 percent off all top brand names like tommy bahama cutter and buck columbia polo by ralph lauren robert graham Nautico, inro casual pants jeans dress slacks all 20 to 60 percent off all dress shirts off at least 20 maybe up to 33 percent off and all neckties 20 percent off even my favorite dress shirts you can get right now the non-iron dress shirts are 20 to 33 percent off don't forget shoes too Got great selection of shoes that go in there, twenty to sixty percent off. Running, or let's go play in the mud. They got it all right there. Kaufman's independently owned and has more style services selection than all those national chains put together. Trust me. They're at thirty three ninety five South Broadway in Englewood, just a couple blocks north of Hampton. You can find the entire selection online on that interweb thing. Kaufman's the Altitude 950 Traffic Update.
15: Late to recover on portions of your drive, including C470 eastbound between Wadsworth to before Platte Canyon. This traffic report is brought to you by True Car. Catching slowing southbound I-25 with stop and go traffic downing to past Yale. Southbound 225 still running busy and slow. Parker down to DTC Tamarack. Looking to buy a car with True Price from True Car. You can know the exact price. You'll pay for the car you want and see what other people paid for it too. Visit True Car to enjoy more content. Confident car buying experience i'm chris mclaughlin with traffic on altitude 950
4: altitude 950 denver's all sports station now back to Vic lombardi
8: yeah you would like to see guys just say wow he, he's a great hitter and not have to be discounted for uh the park that he plays in you know there's a lot of guys that play in offensive parks and a lot of guys that play in defensive parks and you know they can they can still be a good player kind of burn out talking about it
5: Ah, Charlie Blackman laying down the law last night to Joe Buck. Burned out talking about a joke, trying to play center field. Welcome back, to Vic Lombardi show, altitude 950. James Merlat, you know him as Manchester. Will Peterson, Vic likes to call me HW. Marty O. Jesse Trujillo with you on a Wednesday. The night of the Espies, Manchester. Yeah, and you're excited to see what Von Miller's gonna wear. <laughs> The, I, it, we should also do the dumbest thing HW said on this show. That's on the list. I'm excited to see what Vaughn Miller is going to wear. Dude, we're talking sports this morning. I don't have a lot to say. Oh man. You know, like what is Vaughn going to show up in? Honestly, you know, will be a story. <laughs> you know what though? It, 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 I will now watch to see because you'll get, you've got it in my head. Now I'll be like, oh, yeah, i got to find out what Vaughn's wearing because H.W. wants to know. <laughs> All right, we're getting a lot of texts. 30933 is the Altitude 950 text line. 9645 says, the Manchester's bleeping amazing. Feel like you could roll any of V.J.'s pressers and pull a dumbest of the year. <laughs> that was Nick in northern Colorado. Uh, 1647 says, WTF, I hadn't heard the quote about Simeon being on the same level as Manning. Just adds to the list of idiotic things V.J. said. Dumbest sound of the decade. <laughs> I'd forgotten it too. That was, that was brilliant. Oh 8, my gosh. Eight four seven three says Sergio Dip Vance Joseph having the time of his life was a dumb soundbite. <laughs> having the time uh, of his life. Okay, that's number four. We're gonna do the candidates here. That's four. Oh uh, my gosh. Trent says I think the dumbest soundbite should be Vance Joseph having the media tell him they took a delay of game on an onside kick and he had no idea. It's
19: good things happening, but it's also bad things happening.
5: <laughs> How is he still the head
9: coach of oh the Denver Broncos? Wait, wait,
5: can I hear that one again? That was that one's awesome. I want to I, I want to use that the next time in a meeting. I'm Trying to explain, like you know, hey, what's 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 going on with the right. station? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Here, here's going to be my answer right here.
19: It's good things happening, but it's also bad things happening.
5: Oh gosh. In in all honesty, being up in front of the media and having every word you say just being parsed would be, would be hard, right? Like, Mm. no, it it would be hard. Hoodie's fine at it. (laughs) No, he's not. He doesn't say anything, but he's also. Won five Super Bowls, so everybody gives him the benefit of the doubt. Right, did we ever break down Gary Kubiak's bad <laughs> sound bites? No, no. And but when your team is terrible and when, the, when they're just inept out on the field, you are going to look at it and go, "All right, well, you are going to pick apart everything the coach says." I hear these things though, and I am just like, "This is the guy. This is the guy. That, why did they tell us he got the job? Leader of men and a CEO, CEO type, type, yeah, which tells me." You better be really good at the polish kind of things. Because they told us he didn't get the job because he was an X's and O's expert. He was 29th ranked defense in Miami. They told us he didn't get the job based on the, the success he'd had putting together a great defense. They told us it was based on CEO type. Well, CEO is the guy that's on CNBC explaining away your PR nightmare. Right? Like, if you're the CEO of GE, that's, you better be on there and be pretty polished. You shouldn't be three of the four nominees for dumbest soundbite of the year.
19: Mm, oh, we can't my. beat this team.
5: <laughs> Alright, the, uh, the Manchesters were a big hit. Keep the text coming. 30933. Okay. We, we got Adam Modis coming up quick, so we'll get to Mario, but real quick, last thing on right, Manchester. Real quick, real quick. I just want to put these out there. Four candidates. So okay. if, if you've got them ready, Jesse. Texas at three zero nine three three, what you think is the best one. Here is nominee number one for dumbest sound bite of the year.
19: But it's important to have great preparation each week. We had a great week of preparation.
5: Okay, so the whole preparation, great preparation, great week of practice. Here's number two. But I mean he is he is our
19: quarterback, Trevor. You know, so in our locker room, he's on Peyton Manny's level.
5: <laughs> what a joke.
1: Wow. Here's number three. Jano. Love Jano. Love Jano. He's Jano. Jano to me. My. If we had twenty-two Janos, we would be
5: all right. I want to know what reporter gave him the Dove Valley laugh in the background of that. I want to know. We got to find out. And then here's number four.
1: Having the time of his life.
5: Those are your four nominees for dumbest soundbite of the year. Text this just a simple digit one, two, three, or four, and we will break this tie because I can't decide. Three zero nine three three is the altitude nine fifty text line. In the meantime. Mario's in the building.
4: Sugar. It's time for your morning sugar fix.
5: Instant sugar high, sugar high, sugar head high, sugar
18: high.
4: Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Woohoo!
18: Sugar slam. Shake that. All
10: right, guys, ready to get started here. Joe oh. Torre turning 78 years old today. What's been his best role as a player, manager? color commentator, or now he's the chief baseball officer for the front office?
5: He was, as the manager of the Yankees, he was great. I mean, he brought some stability to a job that under George Steinbrenner had never had any. That's that's among among the toughest gigs in all of sports, is being the manager of the New York Yankees, dealing with that media and that pressure, and hey, here's the always one of the best rosters in baseball, go win. I, I think he was tremendous at that. And he got a lot of credit, and I still don't think he got enough. Yeah, I was going to say, when I think of Joe Torre, I think of him as the manager of the New York Yankees with Derek Jeter and Bernie Williams and Tino Martinez and Jorge Posada and all that.
10: He was a sneaky good player. Nine-time All-Star, 1971 MVP. I didn't realize how good he was, but then again, I don't really know a lot about 1960s baseball. Yeah,
5: I was going to say, I need to brush up on my history book. He was an MVP? Yeah, 1971. Wow. Okay. I mean, be a very good player. He was an awful manager with the Cardinals. Uh, and then it's hard to judge him as a – I think he's okay as a uh, media guy. And I don't know. I don't His MLB role, I'm sure he's fine at it. By the way, we've gotten like 40 texts, and every single one of them says number two except for like three. That's the comparing Trevor Simeon to Peyton Manning? In our locker room, he's Peyton Manning. Well, and at yeah. the time, there were people who actually ran with that and were like, yeah, that makes sense. So we should go back and find those articles. Oh my god. That's an embarrassing minion moment. Alright, go ahead Marty, sorry.
10: Right, sticking with Tories. Tory Hunter turning 43. Did you guys see he struck out swinging in the celebrity softball game? Really? Yeah. Hmm. Potential Hall of Famer whiffing on a uh, 26 mile an hour fastball there.
5: Tory's more famous for his glove though. I vividly yeah. remember him robbing Barry Bonds in Milwaukee in an all-star game. That was a big one. T-O-R-I-I? Tory mm-hmm. Hunter? Yeah. He's got
10: 2,400 career hits, so.
5: No slouch. He's a very good player. How do you strike out? Is that just where it's a, a former Major League player trying to go up there and not just like be that guy that's trying too hard, and he just ends up whiffing because he's half-swinging?
10: Probably. Andre Dawson took a ball off the noggin as well. Did you see that? No. I, I, I can't say misplayed. celebrity
5: softball game was on my mind. Well, you
10: I, didn't see the the gaffes on Twitter? I mean, they were pretty funny.
5: My own softball game was on my mind. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
10: Alright, uh, this day in 1954, the Cardinals were down 8-1 to in the fifth inning, the sun was setting, and in an attempt to uh, have the umpire call the game due to darkness, they started, the Cardinals started making pitching changes, they made four in one inning, the umpire saw what was going on, and said, hey, you guys forfeit the game for trying to stall.
5: Watching, uh, mm-hmm. soccer games uh, it takes stalling to a whole new level. Um, Where they're like begging guys to get up, like we know you're okay. Get up, you're killing too much time here. So anytime that they say you can't stall, I'm all for it. And stay in 1990, the Twins become the
10: first team to turn two triple plays in one game. However, they lose the game one to nothing.
5: Wow! Triple plays, two triple plays, and you still lose. Mm -hmm. See, that's part of what I love about baseball is the randomness of it. Like you know, I, I just vividly remember going to a random. Rockies Braves game and I see a brawl and then there's a rain delay and we end up sitting right behind the dugout cuz we were able to sneak down there and then who's on the mound for the end of the game Brent Maine and he gets the win first position player to get a win as a pitcher and I don't know how long like who would have thought that's what you'd see at a baseball game by just showing yeah. up on a random Tuesday night or whatever And the access at baseball games is fun too you know I vividly remember heckling Matt Kemp my buddy and I giving him crap cuz his back pocket was out we're sitting in the front row or whatever, like, Matt, your back pocket you looks stupid. He launches one 480 feet and points to us on his way to the dugout, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, sorry, Rockies, I just cost you uh, a Matt Kemp. Home whatever,
10: done. dude, your back pocket's still out. <laughs> yeah,
5: exactly. Matt Kemp had a good selfie moment last night. Yeah. I, thought, I thought those were funny, too. I'm sure there's some baseball purist who was just outraged Offended by, it. by the selfies.
10: <sighs> nah, that's it, fellas. Marty, right.
5: uh, what did you uh leave on the uh,
6: cutting room floor? I stay
10: in 1938, a man named Douglas Corgan Took his plane off from New York City, going to California. He read his compass incorrectly and landed in Ireland instead. <laughs> wait a minute! Wait a minute! He took off from where? From New York City. And he was going where? He was supposed to land in California, but he landed in Ireland. Instead. He didn't
5: see the ocean. Right. <laughs> he didn't apparently, realize like Man, apparently it was cloudy that day. There should be land beneath me, and I've seen nothing but water and boats. <laughs>
10: The navigational error. He's
5: blaming that on his <laughs> compass?
10: Apparently, he got denied permission to take a nonstop flight to Denmark, so he said it was an error, but I think he did it on purpose.
5: We had a, and I'll tell, tell a quick short story. We, we had a, a mom you know, in a friend group when we were kids, uh, and she was taking a skiing, and she got all the way out to, like, Bennett before she realized she was going the wrong direction on I-70. Mm-hmm. You just, you go toward the mountains, lady. Like how hard is it? Yeah. Wow. Kind of like if you're going to California, you'll be over land. If you're over water, you're going the wrong direction. Never trust your instruments. 8958 says, my God, I'm embarrassed to call John Elway my hero after hearing these Vance clips, <laughs> knowing he gave this guy not one, but two chances. Oh, we could do Vance, we could do Vance clips for an hour. Yeah. I would love that. Yeah. Uh, Someone tweeted us as well, Uh, at Altitude 950. Listening to Altitude 950 this morning, and now I'm pissed because I had forgotten how absolutely pathetic (laughs) Vance Joseph was last season. This is the guy that everybody tried to tell me I was just being negative because I didn't like the hire. That's the guy. Okay. Meanwhile, Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers look like they're going to be pretty good. All right, up next, Adam Moss, DenverStiffs.com, Vic Lombardi Show, Altitude 950.
13: Paxton?
4: Paxton's Paxton. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. This is the home of the Colorado Rapids.
3: Coming up on Saturday night, the Rapids travel to Utah to take on Real Salt Lake. Kickoff is at 8 o'clock with Connor Cake on the
4: call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Colorado Rapids, the Denver Nuggets, and the Colorado Avalanche. Denver's all-sports station. Altitude 950, now back to Vic Lombardi.
8: My dream was not like to sign a big contract or whatever. My, my my dream is to have fun, winning the games, win some championship, championship rings, whatever. So it's a big it's a big part it's a big um, like a part of contracts and all that. It's a big part of the basketball, but I think winning is the more a more important thing.
5: That's Nikola Jokic talking about wanting to win rings. Of course, he was the big news of the Nuggets offseason. His max deal gets done. Nikola Jokic, the Joker, will be in Denver playing basketball for a long time. Welcome back, Vic Lombardi, show altitude 950. James Marilot, Will Peterson rolling with you until 10. We'll go out to our hotline, bring in Adam Aris, DenverStiffs.com. Adam, we'll start here. Isaiah Thomas deal becomes official one year, $2 million. Uh, your reaction to the Nuggets officially bringing in IT to be the backup point guard?
20: It's a great, great value. A uh, guy was an MVP candidate, you know, 12 months ago, and now you get him on a veteran minimum deal. Uh, there's really no risk. I think the upside is tremendous because he's an incredibly talented offensive player, and if you look at the Nuggets last year when Jokic was on the floor, they were great offensively. When he came off the floor, they weren't so great. I think now you're going to have a high-level creator and scorer on the court at all times between Nikola and, and Isaiah. So uh I think it's a no-risk type deal for Denver, and at best it elevates them up a couple rungs in the Western Conference playoff standing.
5: Yeah, no, I agree with you, Adam. And It's one of many moves they've made this offseason that you look at and go, huh that really makes sense that's a that's a good gamble i mean i i think the michael porter junior pick falls into that exact same category at, at number 14 yeah he's a guy that played in in what parts of three college games and has some injury issues and you know you don't quite know what's going to happen but it seems like a good gamble at that point i i just i put it all together and i'm trying to figure out in my mind how to evaluate their off season i had somebody ask me yesterday what grade would you give them uh, curious to get your answer on that, and then I'll I'll compare it to what uh, what I responded with. What grade would you give the Nuggets off season?
20: I think if you just look at this off season in a vacuum, I would probably give them an A minus, maybe B plus. Um, you know, they made the moves that were available to them, and, and a couple of that went under the radar, the Isaiah Thomas one, I don't think anybody saw coming until it happened. Having Michael Porter Jr. fall to them, he's another guy that, you know, the injury risks are well-documented and rightfully so, but if it breaks Denver's way, he's he's an all-star caliber player. Uh, they unloaded some contracts they didn't need. And most of all, you look at this roster going into next year, this is truly a Michael Malone, Tim Conley roster, meaning all the guys that are here have been acquired since those guys arrived. And, and so you get rid of some of the, I don't want to say dead weight, but just some of the guys that maybe have been here, and, and run their course, gotten a little stale. Wilson Chandler, Kenneth Fareed. You've got a really young, enthusiastic team that I think is all, you know, everybody kind of bought into the same goal. So, for me, this was a good, uh, a very good year. And I think for Nuggets fans, just from monitoring, you know, the fan interaction on denverstiffs.com, I think it was kind of a shot in the arm in, in terms of we saw what this team was, we saw the process it, that they had made or the progress they'd made over the last two years. You add Michael Porter Jr., you add Isaiah Thomas, I think everybody's kind of reinvigorated and re-energized for this upcoming season.
5: All right, Adam, the big news of the day in the NBA is Kawhi Leonard will be traded to the Toronto Raptors. DeMar DeRozan going down to San Antonio. Chris Haynes of ESPN reporting that Kawhi has no desire to play for the Raptors. David Aldridge of TNT reporting that DeMar DeRozan is really ticked off about this trade. So you got two unhappy stars being exchanged. Your initial thoughts on the trade and a second layer to that question, what does it mean for the Nuggets and the Spurs in the Western Conference?
20: I think it's a fascinating trade, and it's interesting where we are right now in the NBA where, star players like Kawhi Leonard trying to force their way into certain situations. We saw this with Paul George last year. He wanted to be a Laker. He told Indiana he wanted to be a Laker. And so any other team that that took a flyer on him, it was a big risk that they were only getting him for one year. The same thing's going on in Toronto right now. They didn't have to give up a whole lot. DeMar DeRozan, I think, was a guy that, uh, kind of like Wilson Chandler and Kenneth Freed, he'd been in one spot for long enough that that you knew that what the ceiling was in Toronto and the ceiling was not a championship. So taking a swing like this, adding Kawhi Leonard even if it's only for a year, I think is well worth it for Toronto. The flip side of that is we talk about player loyalty and oh, players trying to force their hand where they want to go. DeMar DeRozan had given everything to Toronto. Toronto had Masai had talked about him as being oh, you're our guy, you're the cornerstone of this franchise and everything else. A couple of weeks later, ships him out uh to San Antonio. So I think it's another one of these trades of the NBA in 2018 where on both sides you look at Kawhi Leonard had no loyalty to San Antonio, forced his way out, but Toronto had no loyalty to DeMar DeRozan and traded a guy who wanted to be there uh, out. So this is the NBA right now. It's a cold world. And there's all these interesting free agency dynamics at play, and this, this this trade is perfectly exemplary of that.
5: I think the other interesting part of this is is what it does for San Antonio. I, I think maybe we're all sleeping on the Spurs a bit for a couple of reasons. One, as long as Pop is there and RC Buford's putting together this roster, they always seem to to be uh, you know in the mix or a, a formidable yeah. team. But look, they were the 17 last year, they were forty-seven and thirty-five, and Kawhi Leonard essentially didn't play. So if you add Demar Derozan to a 47 win team, you got to think San Antonio's one of those teams that is going to be pushing 50 wins, pushing for a, a a first round home court advantage in the playoffs, wouldn't you think? Well, the Spurs, as you mentioned,
20: the Spurs are the Spurs. They do it every year. So I, I, until they don't, I'm going to just always pencil them in for the playoffs and pencil them in for right around 50 wins. But Another So the trade involved Kawhi Leonard and Danny Green from, from San Antonio. And why that's interesting is San Antonio was already the rare example of a team in the NBA that didn't have a ton of three-point shooting. Danny Green, their best option there is a three-point shooter. So you add DeMar DeRozan, who's a mid-range game kind of guy, San Antonio has a very old-school, in a bad way, old-school type team that just doesn't have a lot of shooting. A lot of guys that like to play in that 15-foot range, Aldridge, Gasol, uh, De- DeRozan, Rudy Gay So I just think they're an interesting team But but to me, in today's NBA You've got to be able to, to create three-point shots And not down three-point shots San Antonio doesn't have anybody that can do that So I think their ceiling As good as they might be in the regular season I think their ceiling taps out As a, a first-round exit team at best
5: Adam, we'll put you on the spot here a little bit. Adam dot devastiffs.com, our guest. All right. So I, I think we can all probably agree Golden State's the one in the West. Houston is the two. Uh, quickly paint me a picture of three, four, five. And are the Denver Nuggets firmly in that conversation?
20: They're certainly in that conversation, but I'm going to, I'm going to argue about Houston. I don't know that they're the number two team, but they had a lot of things break right for them last year and they had a much more balanced team than they have this year losing uh, Trevor Ariza and Luke about lute those are those are big losses. I think that Houston is going to be in the same mix as Oklahoma City, maybe Los Angeles, uh, and then you can put Denver right, right up in there. I think I, I'm usually pretty cynical about the Nuggets. I'm usually lower than expected. I, I'm pretty optimistic about the Nuggets' season coming up. I think they have a great roster. I, I think they're going to surprise people. So I absolutely think they're in that mix for the – three through seven seed, and maybe kind of an inside track to to the three or four seed.
5: And if they get the three or four, Adam, can they win a playoff series home court advantage? Is that the expectation, or is that too much to ask to go from not making the playoffs for several years to, hey, not only are you in, but you need to win a series and get that experience and make it to, quote-unquote, the Elite Eight of the NBA?
20: The difference between a three or four seed and a five or six seed is going to be a game or two. So, so whoever gets those seeds and whoever plays in, the, in those matchups, it's going to be pretty much a coin toss. All those teams are pretty even. I do think with Denver, though, and you hate to say this in sports, but getting to the playoffs is the big goal. Once you're there, yeah, they're going to be as talented as the other teams, so you want to see what can happen. But sometimes you have to, to crawl before you walk, walk before you run. I think Denver's in the phase where they just need to get there and they're going to learn a lot about their roster, a lot about what things they need to improve on. Um, so could they win a playoff series? No doubt about it. But I think the goal this year is just getting into the playoffs, and it probably ends there.
5: Check out the Locked On Nuggets podcast. Read him on denverstiffs.com. He's our Nuggets insider, Adam Mares. Thank you for the time, Adam. We appreciate it. You bet, fellas. Take care. There he goes. Adam, with some interesting thoughts, uh, sort of goes a little bit against you, Manchester, in, in terms of expectations for the Nuggets. He just says you just got to make the dance. Well... Look, I, I do think he makes a point of that's the next step. When you haven't been in the playoffs, the next step is to make the playoffs. I agree. But I also think if you're looking at their win totals, the next step for this team, especially with a healthy Paul Millsap, is being 50-52 range. Mm-hmm. That's typically contending for a first-round home court advantage. That's where I think they need to be. Of course, the last time they made the playoffs, they had home court advantage in the first round. They lost to the Golden State Warriors. If, if they're healthy all year long and they don't win... More than four games, four games more than they did last year. I think that'll, will be, we'll be looking at it going, well, why? Well, I think the key is home. You play 41 at home. You won 30 last year at home or 31. I don't have it right 31, in front of me. 31, 31. Yeah. 10. You gotta win 35. I mean, George Carl went 38 and three here in Denver. Yeah. I, 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 I think 34, 35 at home, 35 and seven is a realistic expectation. Yeah. And it, it, I was just looking at it actually. And Houston was 34 and seven at home last year. That's about where you gotta be. Yeah. 34 and seven. If you lose to the Warriors here, okay. You lose to Boston here, okay. You can't lose to Phoenix here. Here's you what just they can't. can't. Here's what they need to do at home this year. They can't have any bad home losses. Exactly. You can't lose had, to Phoenix. Of their ten home losses last year, I'll bet eight of them were bad. Like the Clippers game where you blew a 19-point lead. Mm-hmm. And they lost to some bad teams on their home court. They have to avoid that. If they do that, they're going to be 34 and seven at home. That kind of, they're going to be that kind of home team. Up next, we'll span the globe with Marty O. Much more reaction to the Manchesters. James Merlot, Will Peterson. You got the Fick Lombardi show. Altitude 950.
4: Home of the Rapids, the Nuggets, the Avalanche, and Denver's best sports talk all day long. Altitude 950. Denver's all sports station.
11: Do not spoil my hot day.
2: If you're going to get a car soon, do it while supporting an incredible cause. It's the 28th annual Children's Hospital Sale going on now through Saturday at all Chomp dealerships off C-470 and Lucent. This is the one time a year they add an additional discount on top of their already low prices and then donate to the Children's Hospital of Colorado's burn unit. Over the history of this sale, Chomp has donated over $350,000. Be a part of something amazing. Check out the offers at Shomp.com. Automotive, one price, one person, one hour.
14: The Colorado Rapids will face off against Argentine giants Boca Juniors in a friendly match presented by Western Union on Tuesday, July 24th at Dick Sporting Goods Park. Kickoff is at 7 p.m. Tickets are available now at coloradorapids.com. John Owa
16: here. Nothing's better than being at home. The people of Colorado agree, and they trust American Financing for their home loans. They have helped tens of thousands of Coloradans. Now's the time to refinance. You can consolidate debt pay off high interest rate credit cards, and save money each month. It only takes 10 minutes to pre-qualify and you may close in as fast as 10 days. What makes me a fan? They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. American Financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to fit your financial goals. The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're even thinking about refinancing or purchasing a home, call American Financing today at 303-695-7000. This is John Elway. See what they can do for you before the rates go up american financing colorado's home for home loans NMLS 182334
6: regulated by the division of real estate it's in what a goal! can you do better than that and you love sports go. do you think you've got the talent or the skills to pursue a career in sports radio it's a lot easier than you think if you start the right way With the help of professionals who already work in the field, that's what the Colorado Media School offers to you. Call 303-937-7070 and get the info you need to start your career as a producer, sound engineer, radio anchor, and even host your own radio show. With financial aid available for those who qualify, you'll be able to start right away with hands-on training classes during the day or at night. And we'll even help you find that job you always wanted. Whether you want to work in radio, television, or social media, we've got the right program to prepare you for a position behind the scenes or in front of the camera. Colorado Media Schools, call 303-937-7070. 303-937-7070.
2: What is it about paint? You pick a color in the store, you think it looks nice, but then you cover your whole house in it, and, ugh, bad choice. Hey, it's Emac from the Hastings & Brownman Show, and K&H Home Solutions want you to cover your house in something beautiful. Everlast Composite Sighting is the most advanced home sighting in the industry. You never have to worry about it. It doesn't require caulking or painting. It's water-resistant, so it can't swell, bow, rot, or even be attacked by bugs. And get this. Everlast gives you a lifetime warranty against color fading, chipping, cracking, and even hail. Cover your whole house in Everlast and you'll think, ah, good choice. If you replace your entire house with Everlast, k Home Solutions will give you 30% off your entire project. Yeah, 30% off. Do not miss this incredible deal on Everlast composite siding. Just go to khwindows.com, khwindows.com. For window siding, doors, and more, k
18: Home Solutions has what you're
4: Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi.
1: Here is Contreras, and Wilson Contreras goes deep to left. First pitch swinging, and the Cubs catcher shoots one out. The lead has been cut in half.
5: One of ten last night. Contreras going deep at the All Star game in Washington DC. Eight six the final American league wins. Uh Trevor Story goes yard. He was the uh highlight of the Rockies participation last night, Manchester. If my math is right, it's really not my math. I'm just don't have the box tour in front of me. Uh they were combined one for nine last night, Rockies guys, or were they one for seven? <sighs> Gosh, did for, they get that many at 0 for 2, 0 for, for, for 3, 1 for 2. O, so they were 1 for 7. So Actually, it was my math. It was the problem. Who went 0 for 3? Did Nolan get 3? Yeah. Oh, I thought he only got 2. Okay. Yeah, and the, the shame of it was the, the very first pitch that Nolan saw in the first inning. He, he missed it by, I, I tweeted, he missed it by a half an inch. And Chris Sale threw a slider, and Nolan had the classic Nolan swing, and he got just under it to left. Sorry, Charlie was 0 for 3. Okay. He got three at bats. Nolan was 0 for 2. And his story goes yard in a game dominated by a storyline of home runs and strikeouts and Joey Votto channeling his inner Demarius Thomas and not being able to catch. That, that was the, the, the the story in DC last night. Uh, yeah, but you know what? It was uh, the whole all-star two days. it, It was, it was great. I was thoroughly entertained by it. And I was, I said at the beginning of the show, I was fully prepared to hate it. I really was. I, I was fully prepared to be down on the home run derby. I think the new format is cool. Drama. I don't, I don't create a lot I of do drama. not like the extra thirty seconds. I think that's kind of bogus. Like if you hit it out of the park, you hit it out of the park. Mm-hmm. In a game, you don't get more. You, you don't get extra runs if you hit it more than four hundred and forty feet. It's an arbitrary number. I don't like that. That that part I don't like. But the contest was great. It takes too long. They shouldn't take twenty minutes to introduce the guys. But the actual action was was great. And yesterday it was the same way. The action was great. I thought the players were having a lot of fun. I thought the mic'd up uh, conversations were awesome. I thought guys taking selfies was great. I thought Joe Buck being such a curmudgeon about people filming the the players down there with their cameras and saying, you know, the game's on TV. You can get a video of it. Like, Yeah, but they're in the dugout, dude. It's on their phone. Like, They don't want to have a DVD. They're embracing them. moment. They don't want to have a DVD from Fox. I mean, lighten up. I thought the whole thing was great. I thought it was a really good couple of days for Major League Baseball. All right, we'll talk more about it as the Vic Lombardi show rolls on until 10 o'clock this morning. James Marlott Will Peterson with you. In the meantime, Marty
4: O will span the globe. There's a lot going on in the sports world. Anything's possible. Anything's possible.
18: Let's span the globe.
10: All right, guys, Trailblazers went 7-0 and in Summer League and took home the title. We'll see how that translates to the regular season. Josh Hart of the Lakers took home the MVP award for Summer League. that do anything for either of you?
5: Uh, yesterday on my list of 10 things that need to go away in sports, uh, number one were exhibitions, or as we deem them, friendlies. Uh, summer league, uh, is right up there. I have no problem that they play them and I get it. It's to get some action for some guys that didn't get off the bench much and whatever. But like the fact that we follow it and they keep standings and you can bet on it in the sports book in Vegas. Uh, what are we doing? Yeah, the fact that the Nuggets were the 4 seed in the tournament and lost to the 29 seeded Raptors, I quickly lost interest after that happened. Yeah. Was, yeah. I do like though that they, that it's now all the it's all the teams, right? They're all in Vegas. They don't have the one in Utah anymore and the well, one in Orlando. Well, they still have it, but those teams send multiple different summer league rosters. It's like in spring oh, okay. training when you play a split squad game or See, whatever. See, I always hate that too. When you look at the their scores and like, "Oh, they played Indians-SS" Yeah. Like, what is this? Well, it's like the Rockies beat the Diamondbacks, but they lost to the White Sox. It's like, how does this work? <laughs> What's going on? Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. All right. Summer League's officially over. We can all move on with our
10: lives. All right. Liz Cambage of the Dallas Wings drops 53 points yesterday, setting a WNBA scoring record. She was uh, 17 of 22 from the field Woo. and uh, 15 of 16 from the line, added 10 boards and five blocks. You might have missed the game because it was on at 2 p.m. in the afternoon yesterday. But she did set a record.
5: Why did they play at two p.m.? I don't know. That's just the WNBA will play day games during the week.
10: Yeah, I think they get a lot of really? camp kids at the, the games.
5: Kids. Think, of the, um, think of the children. Okay, no, you know what? That's impressive <laughs> that you could go uh, seriously go out on the court today at twenty four hour yeah. and take twenty two shots. She was seventeen to twenty two. Yeah, right?
10: it's, yeah. 17 take
5: twenty two shots with nobody else on the court. You won't make seventeen of them. That's impressive. It's funny you bring up 53 points, Mario. Oh, Isaiah Thomas did that in a playoff game. You the a Snuggets point card. You put up a 50-burger in a game where they're actually like a clock, a scoreboard, and an opposing team? That's impressive. Unless you're one of the ball kids and you're just gunning.
10: Good. I'm glad you didn't rag on the NBA this time.
5: WNBA? No. Oh, the WNBA, yeah. No. I mean, I'm not a super fan like you. I don't have like a dependent of every team, including the defunct ones. But I was. <laughs> that's impressive. R.I.P. Houston Comets. At right, the, uh, British <laughs> Open starts
10: tomorrow. Uh, is this a major you guys keep an eye on throughout no. the week? Or don't get
5: Manchester it? started oh, on God. the British. I hate the British Open. First of all, okay. I hate the fact how pompous Here they we are about go. it. It's the Open Championship. We don't call it the British Open. Whatever. It's the British Open because otherwise I don't know which Open it is. It could be the Shell Open. I don't know. Uh, so that's the first thing. The second thing, I like watching golf because I like it to be aesthetically pleasing. Like, Augusta, it's April. It's, you know, I could be shoveling my driveway and then I get to see the azaleas blooming and the green grass and it's awesome. I like when they're out at Tory Pines. I like when they're at uh why am I blanket on the fam- Pebble Beach. That's awesome. That's beautiful. Lake Tahoe, it's great. I don't want to see a bunch of brown I don't want to see that they haven't watered anything in three months and they're playing on concrete. And then, oh, let's go to the overhead view and here's a bunch of houses and delivery trucks driving by. These courses are crap and we all just have to act like they're great because they're in England and this is, you know, where they first started playing in the 1800s with a leather ball. Who cares? It's a, it's a dump. So I missed that. Are you into it or are you not into it? <laughs> I'll watch it. <laughs> Well, the, the, the nauseating thing, too, is Tiger playing? Uh, yeah, he tees, you know. yeah, he tees off tomorrow, I believe, at 10. Yeah, yeah. It'll be Tigers at four over, and the leaders are three under, but Tiger watch. It's like, is he going to make the cut? Is that Tiger watch? You know what else I don't like? And I'm sure Vic is in this category. I don't like set my alarm at 3 a.m. to get up and watch the, the open guy. Really? You got to watch the first hole of the second round at 3 in the morning? Get a life. It'll
10: be on during our show. It's nice to have live sports yeah, in the
5: morning. It's great. I mean, I enjoyed the World Cup when it was on. It gave us, you know, some stuff to be distracted by. This will fall right into that category.
10: Alright, uh, uh, Rob Manfred was all over the place yesterday for the All-Star game. He said two things that were pretty interesting. Um, everybody talks about how Mike Trout needs to be, uh, more marketed around here. This is what, uh, Manfred had to say about Trout. Oh, here, hang on one
8: second here. He's done a lot. He, he said nothing. Yeah. He said,
10: Mike's a great player and a really nice person, but he's made certain decisions about what he wants to do and what he doesn't want to do and how he wants to spend his free time and how he doesn't want to spend his free time. That's up to him. If he wants to engage and be more active in that area, I think we could help him sell his brand. Really, He's a really, really good player. So
5: he's kind of pinning it on, on Trout. Sure. Doing it. I mean, Peyton Manning spent his off season making – Papa John's commercials and nationwide commercials and hosting Saturday Night Live. And like, he, he made himself, not in addition to what he did on the field, but he made himself into this larger than life character and this national celebrity. And I mean, you, you got to put in a little effort and Mike Trout doesn't, which I don't begrudge him for that. But the, the other thing I kind of realized during this whole all-star thing is baseball and it's, it's successful. There's a lot of great players. It's a $10 billion in your industry. But it's kind of a local sport. Mm-hmm. Right? Like I'm watching the games last, the game last, I'm like, I don't know half these guys. You, you just, but we know everybody that's on the, on the Rockies and you know guys that we put, you know, on the Diamondbacks and the Dodgers and teams we see a lot, but it's just, it's not really a national sport. It just isn't. There's not a big national TV package other than the ESPN and they show Boston and the Yankees seemingly every time. It's just, it's kind of, you know, if you're in LA, you know who Mike Trout is, but otherwise, eh. Alright, what was the other thing? The other said? thing
10: he said, uh, he mentioned four potential expansion cities for moving uh, the MLB from 30 to 32 teams. They were Portland, Oregon, Vegas, Charlotte, and Nashville, Tennessee.
5: Yep. And, uh, getting to 32 makes sense. It's, uh, it's much more even in terms of the balance with schedule. Uh, NFL has it and it's eight four team divisions. The math just works well. So this makes sense. I would vote for Nashville one. That would be a great place to go for a Rockies road trip. That'd be awesome. Uh, I don't think we need Charlotte. Uh, Vegas, uh, who the hell wants to go to a baseball game in July in Vegas? Well, you'd have to make it an indoor stadium. Well, then I, I think I, I no, certainly yeah. don't want to go there and sit inside. I got, no, the, give me Portland, give me Nashville. Yeah, go I on. think
10: Portland would be the, uh, the best option there.
5: Yeah. And there's a, um, there's a great documentary on Netflix, um, about Portland minor league baseball and it was owned by, uh, Kurt Russell's dad and it's something <laughs> bastards of baseball. It's phenomenal. You gotta watch it. Recommendation right there.
10: Alright, Brent Musburger is dusting off the headphones. He signed a three-year contract to call Raiders games this year on the radio. Raiders are moving to Vegas next year. He, uh, he's quite a gambler. I'm sure he's, uh, he's looking forward to living in Vegas. Next yeah, year.
5: you are looking live at my parlay on this game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the over just hit. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. and he, cause he runs that VSIN, right? That, uh, yeah, he's Vegas a, he's Sports Information here. Network. Yep. Um, is he going to continue to do that? I believe so.
10: I don't think he'll play a lar- as large of a part, but um,
5: huh. Is a voice of the Raiders now on the radio? Brent Musburger. I like Brent. I yeah, mean, I you're looking so. live is is an iconic phrase. Uh, he got a lot of grief because he was talking about what's her name, Catherine Webb. Catherine Webb. Aj's uh, Aj's gal. Saying what everybody who was watching was thinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, was just I like Brent. Brent seems like a good dude.
10: All right, last one here. X Nugget Roy Hibbert called it quits. How will you guys remember the six-game Roy Hibbert era?
5: (laughs) X Nugget Roy Hibbert. I was going to say, what are you talking about? You know what? You know what? I my my memory of Roy Hibbert, and I like the least video game guy ever. But my kids have NBA Live, and I would be the Pacers, and I would just dominate them with Roy Hibbert. (laughs) My just memory of Roy, just feed him in the post, <laughs> and he made everything. It was like right after that one year that Roy Hibbert was like a all star, had a really good year. So the on the game he right. was like eighty eight, and I just owned him with Roy Hibbert. My memory of Roy Hibbert is you remember our old pal Benjamin Hockman? He invited yeah. me to go out one night, and so we go out, and he said, "Hey, we're meeting up with this Matthew guy." Uh, okay. Well, it's Matthew Barry from ESPN, the, the fantasy football dude. So that was kind of cool. You get to talk to Matthew Barry. And Matthew Barry says, hey, you want to go to this club in downtown, you know, Spill, whatever. Sure. One of one of your favorites. Ink. Yeah. And I walk into Spill. The next thing I know, the Pacers are in town, and I'm hanging out with Roy Hibbert. And I'm like, wow, this is kind of a fun night. That, like, two minutes right there just summed up this show. I tell stories about my kids, and you tell stories where you just name drop, like, seven people. Where I end up hanging out with Matthew Barry and Roy Hibbert? Remember that list I did? And it was like, well, yeah, that reminds me of when I was Hickenlooper's Uber driver. <laughs> like, it's always something with you. Matthew Barry, I don't know if you've heard of him or not. I not you've know heard of him. But then he wanted to go to a club because he's like, well, I'm with Will, and Will will definitely fit in in the club. So we went and hung out, and the Pacers were like, you're the most fun person we've seen on this road trip. That's your story. <laughs> Are you mad at me for telling it? No. I'm just telling you, I just summed up our show right there. Ooh, okay, That's it. Well, when we come back, we'll stick to... The all-star gig. Or Meanwhile, ra- I'm hanging out with six-year-olds. <laughs> we'll wrap that up. We'll talk about the ESPYs tonight and what the Rockies can do in the second half to make the playoffs. James Merrill, Will Peterson. you got the Vic Lombardi Show on Altitude 950. Your experience is going to be better at the DMV.
17: We are upgrading our computer systems in order to serve you
15: faster. Title and registration services will be unavailable August 1st through 5th. Online and participating kiosks will remain open for registration renewals. All Colorado driver license services are unavailable August 2nd and 3rd. To find out more, go to colorado.gov slash DMV. Sponsored by the Colorado Division of Motor Vehicles, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station.
2: Have you heard about the best refinance deal around? Credit Union of Denver has an auto, motorcycle, or RV refinance deal that will blow your socks off. Bring your respective loan over to them and receive at least 2% off your current rate, $200 cash, and then take a two-month payment vacation. They like to call it the power of two. It's so easy to do. Just go online and apply at smartlikeyou.com or give 303-234-1700. 303 1700 That's smartlikeyou.com or 303-234-1700. Tell them you heard about it on Altitude 950. The 2% discount is on a current auto, motorcycle or specific type of RV loan from a different financial institution. Floor rates applies. Rate discount and $200 valid on loans over $7,500 with approved credit. Terms and conditions may apply. Offer expires July 31st, 2018. Equal opportunity lender.
9: Scott is here for Kaufman's tall and big men shop for the tall, big or athletically built guy. Now through August 5th, they're having their semi-annual clearance sell so right now that means 20 to 60 percent off all top brand names like tommy bahama cutter and buck columbia polo by ralph lauren robert graham nautico Enro casual pants jeans dress slacks all 20 to 60 percent off all dress shirts offer at least 20 maybe up to 33 percent off and all neckties 20 percent off even my favorite dress shirts you can get right now the non-iron dress shirts are 20 to 33 percent off don't forget shoes too Got great selection of shoes that go in there, 20 to 60% off. Running or let's go play in the mud. They got it all right there. Kaufman's independently owned and has more style services selection than all those national chains put together. Trust me. They're at 3395 South Broadway in Englewood, just a couple blocks north of Hampton. You can find the entire selection online on that interweb thing, Kauffman's.com.
12: The road to success is paid with your new career at Brandon Sand, and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies.
9: And And Brannon is
12: hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brannon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401K. Become a part of the Brannon team. Apply today at Brannon1.com.
4: That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show.
1: That is wiggled out of here Deep into left And gone Off the bat of Segura A three run home run To open it up 5-2 you Welcome
5: back Vic Lombardi Show Altitude 950 Gene Segura Gets a second chance And he capitalizes on it 2-2 game Joe Buck's interviewing our guy Charlie Blackman Joey Votto has a pop up by the dugout and it looks in like De- Demaryius Thomas in Miami. He just bobbles it, drops it. And then Gene Segura, the next pitch, yard. What does DT have to do for you to stop taking jabs at him? Catch the ball. He holds the NFL record for catches in the Super Bowl, doesn't he? Oh, uh, They lost by 35 points. <laughs> Wasn't his fault. Welcome back. Big Lombardi show altitude nine fifty. James Merillat, Will Peterson. Actually, in Manchester, we'll talk baseball this segment. We'll put a ball in the All-Star Game. Talk Rocky second half. Um... D.C. to use a bad pun hit a home run. Two great nights in D.C. A lot of fun. Yeah, it was a yeah. ton of fun. Um, it, it was a great place to have it because you know, again, I'm the aesthetic guy, right? And y- you love the shots that they have from around town. Is there a better city to do, uh, you know, set the stage shots than D.C. the 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 city was in full display, looked great. Uh, the ballpark is awesome. Um, the the home run derby was great. The hometown guy won it. You can't rig it. He's got to go up and hit the home runs, and he did. It's not Tom Chambers winning the MVP at the 1985 All Star Game in Seattle. Uh, it was it was awesome. Last night was a fun game. People like to see home runs. It's a 25 year old commercial. Chicks dig the long ball. Yeah, they do. That's what they want to see. They want to see home runs. They don't want. You know what? And a strikeout is an out. At least it's a fun out. It's better than a blooper to the shortstop. I got no problem with this. I don't, I, these baseball elitists drive me nuts. The, the selfies were great. I thought that was awesome. It was fun. The mic'd up thing was perfect. I, I really had very little problem with it other than I don't need a 25 minute pomp and circumstance before the game and before the home run derby. If it's going to start at six, start at six. Do that crap at five thirty five. It's kind of funny too, Manchester. If we bring this back to the Rockies, um, Nolan Arnato, who's, who could win MVP was actually the least uh, interesting storyline of the three Rockies last night, which is kind of funny. Yeah, uh, He just went over 2 didn't have any signature plays in the field. But it, Trevor Story had the home run, which was awesome. Third home run in Rockies history. Game two. Yeah. And, and the Charlie Blackman interview with Joe Buck w- was fascinating. We it played was. a lot of it this morning on this show. And and I love the fact that he was – ticked isn't the right word. He was just sort of peeved of, like, I'm tired of talking about the Coors Field thing. Yeah. Which is the right answer. Like, staying it on national TV, too – so everybody else can hear it, of like, get with the program, guys. You're talking about a 20-year-old story. It's not the case anymore. How about getting on a bird and actually landing in Denver one time instead of just flying over it? And Charlie's, um, you know, I've gotten to know Charlie a little bit. I've done some stories on him. He's so smart. No, 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 no I'm saying, get out of here. I'm telling people he knew exactly what he was doing, man. Yeah, he did. He did. He just was such another name drop. You know, did you see him when you were out with Matthew Berry? Were you hanging at the clubs? <laughs> I didn't bro hug him. I, know, didn't, I didn't pull a Lombardi. You got to know Charlie a little bit. Okay, so when <laughs> I'm in the Broncos locker room and Brock is in there, who's my mortal enemy, and Vic knows this and walks up to Brock and bro hugs him just to make a point to me. We make fun of Vic for it too. Yeah. Okay. Who nah. have you been bro hugging recently, no Charlie? One. I'm impartial. <laughs> Your kids. <laughs> Yeah, I bro-hugged my, uh, 12-year-old this morning on my way out the door. Alright, let's, uh, transition over to Rockies in the second half. Manchester, um, keys to a, a playoff run, especially with the news from Ken Rosenthal that, uh, Manny Machado will be a member of the Dodgers. Uh, and this is gonna sound overly simplistic because they won 13 to 16 heading into the break, but they need to just keep doing what they're doing. And here's the thing. We were actually ahead of the curve. Uh, we all said it on the show. I'm not being told-you-so guy. We, we, we said it. Before it really started showing up in the numbers that the Rockies bats were heating up. We said it, what, six weeks ago? That's proven to be the case. You Mm -hmm. look at their starting lineup now. The batting averages are all guys hitting 275 or higher for the most part, other than Ionetta. So they have to continue that. Cargo's been very good. Ian Desmond's been better. He's still in the 230s, but better. Um, hitting with some power, which he didn't have at all last year. So if you're going to play first base, you got to be, it's a power position. You got to hit the ball out of the ballpark. So. The bats have to stay hot. There's no reason to think they won't, mm-hmm. right? They've gotten in all honesty really good starting pitching this season so far. Other than John Gray a couple of times, I mean Tyler Anderson in the last month has been phenomenal. Kyle Freeland's Kyle been Kyle could have been like, an all-star. He certainly could have been. He's been among the the league leaders in quality starts. He's been he's been great. Wade Davis even though he's had a couple of blown saves, He's like second in the National League or tied in the National League for most saves. He's been fine. Ottavino's been great. He should have been an All Star. He Should have been pitching last night in the eighth rather than that clown from Milwaukee who gave up the three run home run to Segura. He's been Adam Ottavino's been great. What the Rockies need is they need their middle relief to not be a dumpster fire. Chris Ross and Mike Dunn just be mediocre. Brian Shaw Scott Oberg. Harrison Musgrave. They're a great defensive team. They're a great defensive team. They could have three gold glovers in their infield. Three of the four guys could be gold gold glovers. Like they're great defensively. They're a really good hitting team. Okay, so that's gonna be fine. They're starting pitching. Uh you could say they're overachieving, but they kind of did this last year too, right? Where they pieced it together with nine different guys and like, well, if you do it two years in a row, it's not an aberration. I think they actually have some good quality starting pitchers. And you know what? The back of their bullpen, Ottavino and Davis, I'll trust them. I would trust Wade Davis more than I trusted Greg Holland. Greg Holland hit a wall last year on yeah, June 1st he and never came back. Wade Davis just had a couple bad outings. Every closer, unless you're Mariano Rivera, has that. So uh, let's not freak out. And Adam Ottavino is very, very good. You need that Oberg, Russen, McGee, um Don, or whatever, whoever it ends up being, you need those guys that are pitching the 6th, the 7th, You need them to not be just a total dumpster fire. Mm -hmm. Or you just need your starters to get you through that. Yeah, but in today's day and age, I don't know that that's realistic. But, okay, one of the two. I think if they can do that, they can hang in there with the Dodgers. I'm not picking them to win the West because the Dodgers have the the built-in advantage. But hang in there. And if you just keep the Dodgers within striking distance, Mm -hmm. come late August, you're going to look back and go, everybody in the wild card race is behind us. So if you look out the front window and chase the Dodgers and try to stay close, you're going to win the wild card. Yeah, but do you really want to play another wild card game? I mean, we saw the disaster no, that, that was last year. No, I don't want to, but do you, do you, it, they're not going to beat the I don't think but they're but going to beat the Dodgers. is it time to put on their big boy pants and win the NL West for once in our lives? It's it, You can't just say it. Well, I just did. Well, that doesn't just happen. You don't have a magic wand. Are you rubbing a genie's belly over no, there? No, I'm not, but I'm telling you, like, it, it's a little field day to say, yeah, the Dodgers are going to win the NL West. Sorry. Good try, everyone. Like, you're only two and a half back. Like, winning the NL West is still in this conversation for this team. That's why I said look out the front window, chase them. Who knows what could happen? Maybe you catch them. But if that's your goal, your goal isn't to win the wild card. Your goal is to catch the Dodgers and win the division. They have a shot at it. I think it could happen. I'm not going to predict it. No, I'm not predicting it either. But, but I'm saying that should be the expectation. Fine. And if you chase that, at the end of the day, you're going to win the wild card. That's what's going to happen. If that's your goal is to win the West, worst case scenario, you're going to be the wild card. How critical uh, would it be for you to have the wild card game here? I I thought going to Arizona. Monumental. Yeah, I thought going to Arizona last year was was bad news bears written yeah. all over it. Uh, Of course, the one wild card game they did play here, game 163, was against the Padres, and it proved to be a huge advantage that it was in Denver. Yeah, and look, the Rockies have been very good on the road this year. They have been. But last year, if, if memory serves, like they had been really good in Arizona too. Like, ah, that's a place they actually play pretty well. Yeah. It's different when you get there, and it's a playoff atmosphere, and there's 45,000 people there's the going towels, nuts, and, and yeah. all of a sudden, the, your your pitchers unravel, and they give up triples to Archie freaking Bradley. That doesn't happen at Coors Field. It doesn't. Yeah. It happens because of just the momentum and the atmosphere and everything of of being in Arizona. And them feeding off of that, you got to have, if you're going to come down to one game, you got to have that game at home. Well, you you were, have to. You were there October 1st, 2007, correct? Yes. Yeah, as was I. I mean, it remains the greatest sporting event I've ever attended because the the atmosphere in the building, you couldn't match it. I mean, Trevor Hoffman, yeah, he's Trevor Hoffman, but he came into a place that was electric. Exactly. You and know? once it starts going Badly for the road team. Yeah. It snowballs. And it's Trevor Hoffman. It doesn't matter. Matt Holliday doesn't care. It's Trevor Hoffman. He hits one off the freaking right. wall, you know? Greg Holland, uh, all of a sudden slips and can't, can't throw the first ba- to first base because the scene is overwhelming him. That's what happens. Yeah. All right, well there you have it. Realistic expectations for the Rockies. Good summation. I, well, I think <laughs> I think the point is we both expect them to play playoff baseball this year, whether that be one game, three games, five games, ten games, twelve games, fourteen yes. games. Agreed. And yeah. if they don't, if they don't make the postseason, based on where they're at and what they've withstood getting here, it will be a disappointment. It will be. Will it cost someone their job? No. Well, it depends. It depends. If you miss the game, the the postseason by a game, and you have Trevor Story miss. 35 games because he blows out his shoulder? No. If you miss the playoffs by 10 games because you continually mismanage your bullpen, it might. Mm, interesting. Food for thought. Coming up next, we'll fact check with Marty O. Uh, Julie Brownman is in the building. Manchester will be her and a team of All-Stars. We'll tell you about it next. The guest host in on Hastings and Brownman. Vic Lombardi show, Altitude 950.
4: Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station.
7: Altitude 950 is now available on Amazon devices with Alexa. What would you like to listen to? All of your favorite sports talk, the best hosts,
1: plus scores, traffic, and weather that you depend on is available anytime on your Echo, Echo dot, Echo show, or any other Alexa-enabled device.
13: Hey there, Denver. It's your boy, Ryan Harris. Are you sore from running, hiking, playing piano, heck, even adulting? If you are, join me and many others by seeing our friends at the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. Center for Spine and Orthopedics has over 115 years of combined surgical and pain management experience. They do everything from hips, elbows, shoulders, and knees, all of which I've used after a 10 year career, and they have everything you need right where they are. MRIs, surgery, lab, x-rays, everything right on their premises. And that was huge for me as a parent with little time. So check out the Center for Spine and Orthopedics and their 200 Google reviews and testimonials from patients who love getting their care at the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. And trust me, you will too. So give them a call at 303-287-2800. That's 303-287-2800. Or visit them online at centerforspineandortho.com.
7: At Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th, the hail sale is going on now. Hey, it's Mark Mosier. Minor dings need major savings on your favorite Nissans, like a 2018 Nissan Altima S for only $18,740. That's only $9 a day. Get over to Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th and tell him Mark Mosier sent you. I-25 on 104th. Online at LHMNissan104.com. Driven by you. Last eight of them, JC 114
1: stock number DN 1334, MSRB 24,415, dealer retains all rebates. Buyers may not qualify for all rebates, OAC includes 599 dealer handling fee, plus tax title license, and dealer equipment offering 731-18.
14: The Colorado Rapids will face off against Argentine Giants, Boca Juniors, in a friendly match presented by Western Union on Tuesday, July 24th at Dick's Sporting Goods Park. Kickoff is at 7 p.m. Oh, what a goal! What an absolute peach! Don't miss Tim Howard, Edgar Castillo, and the Rapids as they square off against one of the most famous teams in soccer featuring world cup veterans carlos tevez and christian pavel tickets are available now at coloradorapids.com it's in what a goal can
6: you do better than that and you love sports do you think you've got the talent or the skills to pursue a career in sports radio it's a lot easier than you think if you start the right way With the help of professionals who already work in the field, that's what the Colorado Media School offers to you. Call 303-937-7070 and get the info you need to start your career as a producer, sound engineer, radio anchor, and even host your own radio show. With financial aid available for those who qualify, you'll be able to start right away with hands-on training classes during the day or at night. And we'll even help you find that job you always wanted. Whether you want to work in radio, television, or social media, we've got the right program to prepare you for a position behind the scenes or in front of the camera. Colorado Media Schools. Call 303-937-7070. 303-937-7070. Altitude 950. Denver's all
4: sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi.
1: Here's a shot Ready into the corner. Back at the wall, tie game. Oh, Trevor
8: Story is tied it. A two-two
1: game, and Story, the shortstop for the Rockies, shoots it out of here.
5: Trevor Story joins Todd Elton and Matt Holliday as Colorado Rockies to go deep in All-Star games. AL wins eight-six. No fault of one. Trevor Story. Welcome back to the Vic Lombardi Show. James Merillot, Will Peterson rolling with you one more segment. Manchester, I teased it. It's going to be an avalanche-heavy show from 10 to 1 on Hastings and Brownman as both Lauren Gardner and Connor McGahee, new voice of the avalanche here on Altitude 950, are in the house excited to hear um, kind of some Avs talk in a time of year when there's not a lot of sports being played. Uh That is true. Tonight there is a grand total of zero Professional sporting events or college sporting events. Although, Marty, is there a WNBA game tonight? There's gotta be, right?
10: Yes. We got a loaded schedule tonight.
5: Uh, well, there's a 11 a.m. game today. The Fever at the Links. Uh, you can check that out. Um, British Open technically starts today. The coverage starts at 11.30 p.m. tonight. (laughs) Yeah, I don't Um, think I'll be staying up for that. Or we could click over real quick to ESP, or sorry, NBC Sportsnet and watch Stage 11 of the Tour de France. That's your, uh, that's your TV highlights today in the looking ahead section of the Denver Post. And everything was spelled correctly. So Manchester, we, uh, we did sort of expectations for Denver teams, kind of a good day to, uh, you did your awards, the Manchesters, those went well. And the expectations for Denver teams this upcoming season, Rockies, we just hit on it, playoffs. Avalanche, we hit on it, playoffs. Nuggets, we hit on it, playoffs. Broncos, the head coach needs to learn how to manage a clock. Well, the expectations around town and the expectations amongst, I think, a lot of members of the media uh, is that this team makes the playoffs. I just think that's totally unrealistic. I, I really do. I, I mean, I, I think they've made some improvements, right? It's the uh, big, big upgrade at quarterback. Case Keenum is not a franchise quarterback, but he's better than Trevor Simeon. There's no doubt about it. So that's an improvement. I think Vance shows up being able to hire coaches who are his choices, and just having a group of people who are all working together as opposed to guys that are in silos or guys who are you know going off on their own and going rogue. I, I think that will be helpful, but I think it's naive to think that it's just all rosy. I mean, a, a year ago at this point, everybody was telling me how the Mike McCoy Billy Moose. Combo was as good of offensive minds as you could possibly get. This coaching staff was a dream team. Brock Alevo, he won. He learned under Dave Taub. Mm. He's going to be so great. And Joe Woods was a rising star and they had to let Uncle Wade leave because they couldn't afford to let Joe go. Okay. Fast forward a year. Mike McCoy got canned. Billy Moose is still here and they're spinning that it's going to be great. Brock Alevo got canned. And Joe Woods, we come to find out, could only use half of their defensive calls because he didn't know the whole system that Wade had. This is per to Tlaib. Yeah. yeah. I mean, come on. Come on. We the, People just need to have a little bit of a filter for this stuff and have a little bit of a reality check. But not here. It's, oh, the Broncos, this wide receiver core is going to be awesome. Cortland Sutton looks good. Yeah, in minicamp, you know who else did? Cody Latimer. Yeah. He looked great in minicamp, too. torch and Bradley Roby was I the mean, narrative. It's just silliness. Well, and, and you look now too, uh, Aqib is just chirping about the Broncos, just chirp, 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 which we know Akeem likes to do. Akeem <laughs> might be on the best defense in football. And guess who leads said best defense in football? None other than Wade Phillips. You think that's a coincidence? Right. 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 With Aaron Donald and Dominican Sue and Akeeb Tlaib and Uncle Wade. It's just, it's just so funny that John Elway, uh, managed to, you, you always talk about he's, he's on vacation. How, the the Wade Phillips thing how he managed to bungle that is the most underreported under criticized scrutinized thing in Denver to me without a doubt without a doubt and we we tried to talk about it at the time and nobody wanted to hear it like you let Wade Phillips walk out of town wade Phillips who arguably was the MVP of Super Bowl 50. Yeah. I mean, Vaughn physically had to make the plays, but look what Wade schemes did in three straight games to Ben Roethlisberger, Tom Brady, and Cam Newton. John Elway sat up there and said, we need to improve offensively, but we can't get worse on defense because that's our strength. Okay, and then you let Wade Phillips walk, you let Malik Jackson walk, you let Danny Trevathan walk, you cut C- T- TJ Ward, and now you've traded Aqib Talib. So you you're you're saying one thing and doing the other. He disassembled a Super Bowl defense and I'll I'll just use the word because of his own ego. Yeah, well, I mean the 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 Wade Phillips thing was money, right? It was they just didn't want to pay. No, him. but I think there was a I think it's fair to say there was a credit thing going well, on. There look, was a credit thing of who deserved the credit. Do we know that for sure? No, but I think that's a logical assumption. So okay, I'll I'll give you some of that because we we started seeing some of the stories of you know, all the reasons why Wade wasn't here and it was all about money, but whatever. We started seeing the excuses and they were, they were, they were a joke. But he chose the wrong defensive tackle with taking Derek Wolf over Malik Jackson, mm-hmm. our interior defensive lineman. He did. Derek Wolf's a fine player. Malik Jackson's better. He just is. He chose the wrong inside linebacker. I know Danny Trevathan went to Chicago and got hurt, but you don't know that would have happened if he stayed here. Danny Trevathan is he, better than Brandon Marshall. And he's a when little, he's healthy. and he brings a little bit of nasty. Yeah. Like he got suspended by the NFL last year for a dirty hit. Yeah. I'm not condoning dirty hits, but Akeem Talib is right. The part of the reason why that defense was so good. Yeah, you know what? Von Miller's great, but that defense had a swagger to him. They were intimidating. They were a little bit nasty. And who were the nasty guys on that defense? Malik Jackson would get a 15-yard penalty every week. Yep. Danny Trevathan was nasty. TJ Ward, when they were getting blown out by by Kansas City... He chases down a receiver and gets a personal foul for tackling him by his face mask because he's tired of getting getting the score run up on him. You think he lets him put a fifty burger on him in Philly? No, he's going for someone's knees. And Akeem Talib was constantly playing outside of the uh, outside of the rules. Look at his grab-tree stuff. And I'm not for it, and I think it can go too far. But defense is about scheme and attitude. That's what it's about. Well, Joe Woods doesn't know the scheme, and they got rid of the guys with the most attitude. It's disappointing. Clearly, the Broncos are the most disappointing team in Denver, as you coined them during the Manchesters. All right, Marty, what did we mess
4: up? Marty monitors the mistakes. Oh, sorry. That's not right. In today's Fact Checker.
1: Presented by Ken's Auto Service. For all your auto repairs and vehicle maintenance needs. Ken's Auto Service. A full-service preventative maintenance and auto repair center in Aurora. More info at Ken'sAutoServiceInc.com.
10: All right, James, you said the Broncos got shut out for the first time since nineteen ninety. Let's play the audio so we can verify this.
5: Two and ten. Lost eight games by double digits, four games by twenty or more, got shut out for the first time since what, nineteen ninety? They lost twenty four to
10: nothing to the Raiders November twenty second, nineteen ninety two.
5: Okay. All those facts were off the top of my head. I even prefaced it with what with what? Since what? Nineteen ninety? Okay, Marty. That was an error, and I nailed it. <laughs> Just say it. All right, uh, you
10: guys did a pretty good job today. Not a lot of mistakes. I spent most of my day grabbing some VJ cuts, so let's sit back and listen to a full minute of VJ highlights. Oh yes.
19: And the uh, results were uh on offense. We had uh, Demaris Thomas and Trevor Simeon. We all know how special Trevor is. He's won the job because he's very smart. He's a tough guy, and he's an accurate passer. But I mean, he is he is our quarterback, Trevor. You know, so in our locker room, he's on Peyton Manny's level. How about that? But it's important to have great preparation each week. Well, it came down to what's best for our football team. And uh, quite frankly, what's best for Trevor's future. He's definitely a uh, a guy that's played football. The team was okay with it. You know, they trust Brock. Walt Paxton uh, is a talent. He's our first-round pick. It's simply his turn. We had a great week of preparation. I don't think we did. Did we? Did we really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't recall that. You know, Paxton's been really engaged (laughs) since I've been here with him. Paxton, Paxton's Paxton. That part we're gonna fix, and we'll fix that. It's good things happening, but
10: it's also bad things happening. (laughs) We would be all
8: right.
5: Those are just
10: some highlights from year one. Looking forward. That is the
5: head coach of the Denver Broncos. Could you ever put a montage like that together for Jared Bednar, Michael Malone, or Bud Black? No. No, you couldn't. That is just pure comedy. For Bob oh Black, gosh. we
10: could do a lot of. Well, he just went out there and pitched. Yeah, <laughs> yeah true.
5: Uh it, it, But if you're if they're gonna be mediocre or bad, at least Vijay is gonna provide some comic relief. <laughs>
10: <sighs> All right, and that's it. And, Will, you're talking about this Joey Votto drop like he was just camped under the ball. He was leaning over the railing and bobbled it. It's not like it was just a, a tailor-made pop-up. I mean, Dude, come he's on. an
5: all-star? He's, he's got to make all-star. that catch. I okay. could have made that
10: catch. No, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so. All right, that's it, Phil. All
5: right, uh, Manchester, before we get to our fired-up, Darrell Rivas. Rivas Island has announced his retirement after 11 seasons. I, I love when these guys retire when we haven't even noticed that they've been playing the last four years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay. I mean he was a great player at one point. Um I'm gonna remember Darrell Revis most for a couple of things. One, that guy continually got like big contract after big contract. Like he part he he his timing was perfect. He was always right there to get a big deal. He was like Paul Stasny is. Paul Stasney feels like he signed like four mega deals. He yeah. just had great timing. So Darrell Revis was that. Um and then he was just a great shutdown corner. He literally would just take away Half the field. And people say that a lot about cornerbacks. He, he legitimately was in that category and there's been five or six of those guys in the history of the league mm-hmm. and he's in that group. Yeah. He was a great player. All right. So news of the morning, Kawhi to the Raptors, Machado to the Dodgers, according to Rosenthal and Rivas is done. Fire us up, Jesse. This We're
4: going to be here day, baby. He's the fired up finale. Here's what's got us fired up today.
5: Other than this show, everybody was just taking the spin. Of, well, you know what? The, Joe Woods is a rising star and they were afraid to lose him and they knew they had to promote him. Really? Did he interview for a defensive coordinator job anywhere else? No. But everybody just took that bunch of balderdash and ran with it. The reality was they didn't want to pay Wade Phillips, so they spun it that Joe Woods was ready for the job and he wasn't. And you know what? That proved to be the case. <laughs> I think we could have played like the whole second hour. Yeah, since you, the fired up finale. You worked a balderdash in, made the finale. That's good, Marty. We didn't get the balderdash count today. It was well, just the one. We need balderdash, Teflon. Yes, there was another Poppycock. one I, I started to do today too. I'm like, man, we really need to start counting those. So yeah. they're adding up. <laughs> when do we get to? When do we get to training camp? Oh the boy, board. oh boy. All right, that'll do it for us. Thanks to Jesse, Marty, Adam, Mares, Vic Lombardi, James Merlot. I'm Will Peterson. Talk to you tomorrow. Up next, Julie and Connor and Lauren on Altitude 950.
4: Nice job! Altitude 950. Rewind. What are you looking at when you're
8: looking over your shoulder? You know, in the outfield, you get really bored because you don't have any friends. So I got no friends. (laughs) Like, everybody's far away. So, you know, you got to find ways to entertain yourself. Um, I, I do a lot of grass kicking. Um... I like watching TV, that's the biggest TV I've ever seen. So I look up there, I check my hole for gloves.